welcome to Directly You, episode 163. It's our podcast. We're Fanatics 4. I'm AJ Fanatics 4. I'm joined by Parker at Fanatics 4. You can support us by going to youtube.com slash Fanatics 4, twitch.tv slash Fanatics 4, and giving us $4.99. It doesn't even have to be your $4.99. If you're on Twitch and you have an Amazon Prime account, because you could link it to your Twitch account and give up just just give us Jess Jeff Bezos. Bezos is oh, hey, four dollars and ninety nine cents. He's going to, you know, it's all on him. You get yeah. loyalty badges. You get free switch keys from time to time. You get emotes. You get all the fun stuff. Also, uh, we updated the um the high the the high emote. It's a Pokemon trainer emote. It also has hair that's more like my hair currently. Um, and there's like follower emotes. So if you're not following on, I mean, we don't have those yet. For whatever mm. reason, the feature is rolling out and it's just random. <laughs> like it's not a, a, a partner thing or mm-hmm. or anything like that. It's just certain accounts get it. Weird. Other ones don't yet. Um, so whenever we get that, if you just follow on Twitch, you'll get some emotes. I don't know which ones. I gotta hit up somebody. I'll see how busy <laughs> Alyssa is. Um, and if she's not too busy, maybe I'll get her to do it. If not, I have some other options. Either way, yes. you get that stuff. You get access to the supporters only Discord where you get to name Nuzlocke Pokemon. Mm-hmm. You get priority for video games whenever we play them on Twitch. And there's like some other stuff that we're talking about. All right. True. We, we do every once in a while, but I can't think of it right now. <laughs> uh, just go over there and you'll know. You know, uh-huh. it's great. Mm-hmm. Also, you can join the Discord. Oh, the other thing, something we I was about to say. About, yeah. yeah. Right before <laughs> this, if you're, a supporter, if you're a supporter, we want to start doing directly to you live, sort of, but for supporters in our Discord uh, event channel which Mm -hmm. supporters will have access to, which will be us basically just doing the show and you guys can watch it live and like ask live Q&A or contribute to the show in other ways where it's like, hey, Nintendo just announced this thing. Talk about that or whatever the case (laughs) may be. Yeah, that's another thing. But also you can join the Discord for the free. Just click the link in the description and you can say yo, yo, yo to whoever's there to say it to you. It's a great time. It's a fun time. It sure is. Anyways, you playing video games? Yes. Yes, I am. Um, uh, hey, everybody. How's it going? I'm stretching now. I am playing games. The one I've mostly been playing, I talked about last week a little bit because I've just barely been playing it. And now I've been playing it a lot. Um, <laughs> and Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2. Still, I'm technically still on Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 because I'm a completionist and I go through things like one at a time. Um, still playing as, as um, my creative character, April Ludgate, although I also made a creative character, Jake Peralta from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Just mm. haven't used him at all yet. So, you know, um, and man, it's it's very, very fun. <laughs> like uh, Meg Man was asking about it in um, in Discord and like- In the supporters Discord. In the supporters <laughs> Discord, indeed. Oh yeah, um, that's the other thing that's like a, a, a kind of a benefit. I have notifications turned on for that channel. I don't know if you do. I do. Yeah. Okay, so we both have I'm still bad about it. But... Easiest way to, to 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 get to us the fastest. Uh-huh. Like I mean, or Twitter or yeah, Twitter or just like say our name very loudly. Yeah, just out from just the streets, Parker. you know. And then I'll hear it when you say Parker and he'll right. hear it when you say AJ. It's exactly. Yeah. Teamwork right there. <laughs> that's twins, you know, that's how it works. Um, no, yeah. So it's like he was asking how just how it runs and how it looks and stuff like that. And like, I mean, it definitely doesn't look visually as good as the other versions. I'm sure I have play. I know I haven't <laughs> played the other version. So like, I don't, I can't, I don't know what the difference visually is, mm-hmm. but it's not it, as shiny. 
it's not as shiny. And literally like that's when, when you're on the menu and you're seeing your character model there, like I'm sure they don't look as good as the other one, but like in action, I, I don't know that I would notice regardless because it's everything's moving and it like feels like it looks really good. Um, so like muddy textures like or anything. Dips is the thing. Literally that none. Be, yeah, yes. that would be the no, thing that's that I'm the thing. worried about like, is like frame rate. That is the thing that's like yep. more important. Um, totally. No, yeah. It's like, as far as I'm concerned, and like I'm not the most sensitive to it. So maybe somebody else would be like, um, but super smooth. I, I guess 30 frames per second. I don't know, maybe 60, but probably not, I guess. Um, if it's 30, then that might be enough to do the other. Yeah, right. So yeah, that's how you want to play the game. If it's just something that's right. like, oh, I just want to play Tony Hawk on a tablet. Uh-huh. <laughs> there you go. For And for me, like the pick up and play part of it is, you know, for yeah. a lot of games is important. And for yeah. this one, especially like it fits in really well for like, you know, just doing the one more run and stuff. Um, but man, yeah, it's, very straightforward just that i'm having a good time with it um i'm almost done uh, i just finished uh, like one of this like the second to last level getting all the things for toning our pro skater one and then i'll be moving on to two and getting all the stuff for that so and that's the one i actually i think i know the first tony hawk game yes. the first three tony hawk pro skater games bleed together for me i don't know yeah game. i there's I definitely some levels i'll have to play two and be like do I remember this one better? Because there's Spider Man. I think three has Spider Man, and 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 Darth Maul. I think, and I think four has Boba Fett, <laughs> and yeah, that's the one I always. I feel like I've said this on here, but I don't remember. Um, it was pre-installed when so. In seventh grade, when we moved to the States, to Belgium, um, my parents thought we were going to be homeschooled. So they got us each an iMac G4. Um, it was in 2004. So that was like like real five thousand dollars <laughs> <laughs> and um and then it turned out we oh, not imac sorry ibook uh laptop even and, more money seven thousand dollars <laughs> <laughs> and um it turns out we didn't end up being homeschooled so i just had a computer which is great Sick. and it had tony hawk pro skater 4 pre-installed on it and it Yo, ran tony hawk on a mac that's crazy it ran at probably seven frames per second Ripley. for most of the game and like i didn't know the difference um oh my I mean, god it, how <laughs> i mean i was just like man okay like it was just it was just slow and i was just used to it being slow and mm -hmm. i wasn't too worried about it well, yeah, so, like, th that is like a thing especially like around mm -hmm. like oh yeah especially I like mean, the n64 era was a thing where it's like it slowed down people call yep. it frame drops yep. slow down it was just like I mean, a part and, of it was just a thing <laughs> it was just like, and similarly like you know folks in europe will know that like games would be like at 50 hertz versus 60 hertz yep. and so it's just it's just the game but slower because mm -hmm. it's which slower still, which is still a thing like yeah that's still a thing which is weird like why is it's, that a restriction yeah so it's uh no because i remember when playing my gamecube um playing mario kart double dash it would ask me at the beginning do you want to play 50 hertz or 60 hertz in, in belgium and i was like 60 i guess i don't know <laughs> the, the higher number yeah you're right so though like, <laughs> you're right <laughs> i was thankfully so but yeah no so it's I, i'll be interested after playing tony Hawk pro skater 2 like i i feel like i remember some of those levels better in my mind but i won't really know until um until i've played it and also definitely i, I remember the earlier levels more than the later ones because i don't know that i would have actually unlocked the later ones because i wasn't very good at it back in the day but yeah i'll the other story to say that i played tony Hawk pro skater 4 at like 10 frames per second and thought i was really good and then at some point played it 
somewhere else on someone else's you know real console and was like why is your game so oh i don't have a game shark (laughs) (laughs) zipping around uh so yeah that was a fun time so yeah i've been playing that among other things but i'll let you go before i yo i'm playing mario golf i'm playing the the story mode and that Mm -hmm. every once in a while it's cool it's mario golf mario golf is mario golf i don't know yep (laughs) um uh what else i've been playing i was playing something else oh I was no, that's not what I want to talk about yet. But I am also playing Smash Brothers. But I'm playing yeah. it like I'm playing. Uh, I decided yesterday that I was like I'm going to go through and freaking get the last twenty percent or whatever mm-hmm. in the World of Light so I can get all the spirits oh, nice. in the yeah. video game. But knowing me, I'm going to stop caring and I'm going <laughs> to stop doing that entirely. <laughs> so th- that's me this week. <laughs> yep. Especially because like, as you do, there's definitely some of them that are hard because they're just annoying gimmicks and stuff. Like literally none of the spirit battles are the hard part. It's finding yeah. them yes. for me. Like I, I can destroy the spirits. I already have enough yep. spirits to be able to just like mm-hmm. make it a normal game most of the yeah. time. Um, but finding the ones that i missed is the annoying part yeah um, the, i think the i can't remember what the annoying one was there was one um I, it's like a dunk it's you the pauline and one? peach versus i think so yeah, yeah the pauline one and that one was just annoying because of I some did. extra something yeah. i don't remember see that's the thing though um which we'll get to i was playing um i was playing with steve mm-hmm, yesterday mm-hmm. on the stream yep um and i don't know i don't know how i want to like talk about smash because the smash thing is like news and i made a Uh video about smash Uh uh um we'll we'll split them up it's fine it'll uh so so i was playing with steve yesterday Mm -hmm. and he asked a question in q a so back to that yeah we will um so i i keep telling people where it's like a, a lot of people think that items and like the random like the the crazy Mm -hmm. stages and stuff like that is an equalizer Mm -hmm. but really it's just it's like a it's a bell curve it's like you get to a certain point in the game where you understand the game enough to be like oh i'm going to f people with these (laughs) with the the random circumstances stuff like so that's just what i did with pauline i just took advantage of how the video game works and Mm -hmm. killed her simply like it was just like (laughs) oh well she's she's dead because she does this this particular way Mm -hmm. i'm going to cheese her (laughs) yeah Man, no, but you're right. The hard part definitely is. I remember getting, beating the game, having completed everything, and being at like ninety-seven point three percent. And I was like, "That's what? what? That's what I did." <laughs> but I'm, at, I was at seventy-five or something oh, like no. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, "What?" Because I just played, like, I played through it because I wanted to see if they did do at least a couple more cutscenes. Yeah, that's, that was like the dope part about Subspace Emissary. Yeah, right. Um, and they didn't. So like, that nope. sucks. Yeah, there's like four to the opening yeah, one a- the fake out end and then there's i think three alternate end ones like you you beat one side you beat the other side or you beat them both or something like that mm-hmm. yeah. um that aren't that <laughs> yeah there's, are there's two yeah the two fake endings the light uh-huh. ending the dark ending yeah the, the, if you beat them both because you're like yo yeah. order and chaos are bad <laughs> i must kill them both <laughs> you're gonna kill chaos <laughs> apparently killing chaos is the bad ending so uh, i think we just confirmed that there's going to be two more sequels to fire final fantasy uh origins, origins something, uh, something there's something, going to yeah. be the killing light version next <laughs> and then you got to kill them both uh-huh. um, but anyway the world of light is stupid and tedious and i hate yeah it. 
I was going to say, especially for you, it seems like it'd be because for me, it was like most of them were really easy. And then I'd run into one that like there's some that are just gimmicky ones like like the Pauline one. And there are some that were just like actually just straight up hard where like, you know, because of the spirits that they had, whatever, it was just like a a difficult battle where they were too good at doing one thing or another. Um, But then at this point, I just I switched to Ivysaur (laughs) and I walk up to them and I charge up smash and then I let go and then they die at zero. (laughs) Like that's that's pretty much every battle that I've done since I've started trying to get all the the loose ends tied. Yep, man. Um, but yeah, so smash something else I was playing, but I don't remember. So well, I'll say another thing. I um, started playing the demo to Monster Hunter Stories Two. I forgot that existed. Um, yeah, and it, it's pretty cool. I um, <laughs> Ashley was very mad because you're. It's like uh, you're one of like many riders that kind of seem like to be an indigenous indigenous type people or whatever. The, and the main girl, especially that's like helping you out is the most white, like everybody's white, but especially she is like white. And we're like, dude, we're on an Island and we're wearing like very few clothes. It's like loincloth kinds of things. How is this? How? <laughs> so um, they have magic. They have magic to not be that's right. brown. <laughs> Gasp. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but I was, I was like, I mean, honestly, it's a Japanese game, and like, that's, I guess, pretty typical. Like, I'm not, I'm just not surprised, you know, to be honest. But it's yeah, like just... at this point, for for longer than I think is okay, I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's a Japanese game, but that's like such a crappy, yeah. <laughs> like, especially because in the create a character, you can like, I mean, we made a character that was more modeled after our daughter, so like, she's got uh, kind of like, yeah, I mean, just darker skin mm-hmm. comparatively. And so it's, we were like, oh, never mind. She's the only one. <laughs> yep. So that was, we're like, okay, whatever. That but happens. That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> and now I, I don't think I've ever been more aware of it than now, but, and will continue to be. <laughs> good. Good. But in any case, game, game itself. Aware of it, maybe it'll change eventually. <laughs> yeah. Man. Um, game's pretty fun though it's uh i haven't gotten very far is it like what's the are you just going through menus is that the battle system in this video game so the battle system is i mean it's menus yeah for sure but it's different than a regular turn-based rpg um in that i i don't know what it'll expand out to be but at least right now um it's it's a monster you the tutorial lady and her monster. And I don't know eventually if that's going to be replaced by other traveling companions or something that takes her place in their monster. going to die? Probably. (laughs) (laughs) So I I don't know what that'll look like in the end, but but you only control your move um, and the the monsters and the other people control their own moves. Monsties. You're so right. I'm so sorry. And... um, and so sometimes like, your I moves- wonder if that's like I haven't watched many like interviews or like Treehouse Live adjacent things if that's a thing for this video game, but I wonder if it brand is. managers are like um monster. <laughs> like- Man, I I, I want to watch one after this to find out because there is I mean there's a Treehouse for it and like I just saw to you know just today they put out uh, another video kind of thing like Monster Hunter themselves did mm-hmm. so. That will be very interesting. <laughs> I, 
this is dumb. That's you like, know, that's like it's just usually stupid. a thing. Yeah. Like, with, like, I'm still surprised that Pokemon Company, whenever we work with them, hasn't been like, it's Pokemon. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> They're like, just freaking, you know, Pokemon. And like, in, um, in the any official nintendo stuff um especially like their podcast mm-hmm. or whatever like um the minute thing with kit and krista mm-hmm. nintendo minute anytime they're not allowed to say the switch they have to say the nintendo switch or like the nintendo switch system or something like that the nintendo switch system uh, maybe not the but like yeah they I have to like say even the nintendo switch is like wrong <laughs> <laughs> yeah but like yeah they're not allowed that's to like, just say that's switch. one they thing say nintendo switch i'm like and not even necessarily a brand thing mm-hmm. but like that's something like i'll go through your descriptions when you type the switch and I'm like, <laughs> yeah nintendo switch or just <laughs> switch like the switch seems like i don't know it just seems weird <laughs> yeah that's funny um but yeah i remember yeah. pair talking about that Pear snyder from yeah like, that's yeah, right being like right. They, it had to be like nintendo switch system <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> i was like okay <laughs> not right it's just but, so specific like I mean, anytime, as if people are- like, anytime i've worked with them because we've worked with nintendo in the past they mm-hmm. haven't had any guidelines like that yeah either. right it's always just like disclosure is like the only mm-hmm. thing that they're like sticklers about it's yeah. like make and sure that just, you disclose it like this <laughs> yeah and it's their internal stuff because like essentially anything they produce is some kind of marketing so they mm-hmm. want to get the marketing right but then like yeah so it's good that they don't try to you know control everybody else exactly how they say it but Still pretty funny. Um, but yeah, the long story short, monsties. Um, yeah, the combat system, it's different. It's probably worth trying out just because like the actual like regular attacks are a literal rock, paper, scissors of like you choose um power, technical, or speed, and then whatever the monster chooses, if yours is the rock to their paper and their scissors, you know, whatever, then you'll do extra damage to them. And then if you and your monster both choose the same thing to counter there's and win it then you do like a attack together so the it's it's not really rng but like it's controllable rng sort of in Dude, that is there like, like a pattern to there it is yeah like certain you, monsters you are like, like mostly gonna, gonna be do... okay mostly gonna be power ones but then at some point in the battle they'll like switch to something else and you don't know what it is the first time but then you kind of pick up on it mm-hmm. so most of it seems like it's like pretty well established um to where it's not like and i I think the idea of like not specifically controlling what your monster is doing is kind of nice maybe just thematically that like it's it's not like pokemon where you're telling them a move you're just like oh let's attack this thing and you and your monster will be like we did the same kind of thing and we got a bonus for it but it's yeah that's sort of stuff we're one (laughs) but then there's extra options that you can do past that of like strong moves that use up some gauge or whatever so um Again, haven't gotten super far. For anybody who um, has played it, I only went out to the part so far where I don't even know what kind of monster it was, but some monster that they were like, Monsty. I think in the world, they're monsters. They only become monsties when they become your friends. (laughs) But it was whatever the monster is that... um, that they were like, there's some monsters having some fights out there and we can't just be letting them be out there killing each other. So instead <laughs> we go out there and kill them. Like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but it sounds like, fun, a, you know? sounds like some type of allegory. <laughs> <laughs> like, mm, yep. So yeah, playing that. And uh, I think that's, I mean, that's pretty much it. So I, I played like five minutes so far of Mario Golf. I still haven't picked it up myself because I'm playing other stuff. So I'll pick it up whenever I do. I just played I a saw, video. Yeah, so, so like 
this is the first time that this has happened where like you started a game mm-hmm. from my account before I did. So uh-huh. like every time I opened the game for a long time, I was like, yo, you have cloud data. Do you want to load the cloud data? And I'm oh, like, no. No. <laughs> I was like, I do not. <laughs> So frustrating. Uh, um, yeah, but I just yeah, used it and then it stopped. So oh, there you everything go. That works. That's working out. But yeah, that's everything I'm playing. Anything else? Did you remember the thing you were playing? Otherwise? Uh, I keep debating, or not debating. I keep starting to like set up to play, like to check out um XCloud stuff because it's okay. like on iOS now through browsers mm-hmm. and whatnot. Um, but I like I need to get one of those like controller like the backbone yeah, like that situation uh-huh. i gotta do that because mm-hmm. i don't want to like even with the ipad i feel like it would be annoying to like prop it up somewhere and freaking like link up do i might even mode. buy another xbox controller like to use specifically for that because i don't know if pairing it mm-hmm. to the ipad or iphone or whatever would then make it more annoying to pair it back and forth so like maybe mm-hmm. i'll get like a custom controller and use that for like the xbox and then use like the one that came on my xbox for for cloud gaming yeah um, and then the future d- depending on how much lag and stuff like that that might mean that i'm going to play like way more xbox because then it's just handheld it's just a switch at that point yeah right yeah man i haven't messed around with it at all um on xcloud and stuff but like yeah i'm kind of interested but at the same time i just don't know I, you know what i don't know we'll see uh because i i had an apple arcade um like free subscription from getting the new computer and anything and they're like here yeah and so but it's running out in like eight days so i was just like eh, whatever i don't care i i literally only use it for grindstone anyway um and i hadn't been playing it that much so i was like all right well i'm done with that but now i don't have any games on my phone (laughs) you got games on your phone i don't have any (laughs) games on my phone that i uh that i particularly like and i went to the the app store to like find something. And I was like, man, every game is just like either very few of the games are fun, <laughs> you know, like in my opinion, they, or it's hard to find them that aren't just like, Hey, you want an ad every two seconds? Yeah. Um, that's like, that's like the, the strat now. Yeah. I feel like there's, there's a lot of games that like they're promoted as just free across the board. Cause like in the early days of the app store with like games like Angry Birds and stuff like that, there would be a light version, you know, where it's Mm -hmm. like, Hey man, you can get this without ads for 99 cents or whatever. Here's the actual version of that game. But now it's like the game is just the same and you can pay to eat the ads, but then Mm -hmm. the game is like almost worse. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So it's like, yeah, it's, it's bad. So I need to, pick a better game or whatever to have in the background but if xcloud stuff works out all right then that could just could be you could just play halo infinite on your phone that's right do they have do are any of them supposed to have touchscreen controls do you know there's like Um, a section so like when you go on the xcloud website nice uh applet situation or Uh whatever you want to call it and there's like a segment of like here's all the our xbox games that we're super proud of that run on xcloud it's impressive look at it you're master chief on your phone it's great and then there's another section that's like touch supported cool Um, so yeah there's like that could be fun okay i'm gonna look into that um because that could be cool i mean might as well if you got game pass it's yeah it's a a perk (laughs) of thing that you can take advantage of Indeed. All right. Any more games you playing this week? Nope. That's it. Well, that might be all the games we're playing this week, but you know what? We played a lot of games the first half of this year. 
for a certain number of games, maybe a lot, maybe not a lot. And uh, I was, I had this idea ahead of time. And then yesterday I saw that IGN's uh, Nintendo voice chat did pretty much the How same How dare they rob you? And I was like, well, all right, we're brain. doing it. I think it's different. I think they were talking about are any of the games that we're seeing now, do they look like they'll end up being oh, yeah. I, Game I of the Year contenders? That. I think I saw the thumbnail or something for that. Which is, you know, a little bit different. More, I'm, yeah, I just wanted to kind of update. We're halfway through the year. So like halfway through the year, what's our so far, like top three games of the year or something like that. And then mm -hmm. maybe look forward a little bit and see what we think could kind of dethrone that. But um, I don't know. I guess we'll go third place, second place, first place, if we can even think about that. Okay. But, Third place off the bat for yeah. me, Mario Golf. It's great. It's Mario Golf. I have a good time playing Mario Golf. You do the thing, you're like, hey, man, I'm going to put some backspin on this. It's going to freaking fall right in the thing. It's going to be great. Mm -hmm. Or I'm going to put some tile spin in it. It's going a little bit go further, and it's going to roll in there, and go in the thing is going to be great. <laughs> uh <laughs> um i want i still am supposed to like play it on stream with lee i think we're playing it next week i played on stream with bob obviously mm -hmm. that was fun so it's fun yeah. playing games on stream with bob unless he's being stupid and dumb um mm -hmm. like when he was playing lost levels yesterday he was playing lost levels yesterday and 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 i was like basically i was like this game's like sonic and he's like mm. no it's not so it's just a platformer blah 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 and i'm like yeah it's just a platformer but it's like it's the Pokemon thing. It's like mm -hmm. you, the, you, the way you play it does not mean that that's the way it was designed mm -hmm. to be played. Yeah. Um, like Sonic very clearly is not like about going fast. It's not mm -hmm. about speed, but speed is a key part of it. It's like, it's the reward system. You need to like know how to play the game to be able yeah. to play the game optimally. Um, whereas mm -hmm. Mario, you don't have to understand the level to play through the level. Mm -hmm. Lost levels, on the other hand, is different. You kind of yeah. do have to understand the level to play through the level. <laughs> and that's yeah. that's what I was talking about on that. But anyways, the, he was streaming <laughs> that and we were streaming Mario Golf like two weeks ago or something like that. That was the that was the uh line of thought there for that. Nice. Um Mario Golf's fun. I will play it intermittently for the rest of the time. The Nintendo <laughs> Switch system is the active Nintendo console. <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah, I I need to get, I need to play it a little bit more to be able to have opinions on it, but I mean, I'm sure it's great, you know? So there's that. Uh, my number oh, three. One, one thing to this game, Diddy mm -hmm. Kong's not in it. Game sucks. Bad game. Oh, it's so true. Diddy Kong's not even in it. Yep. Pretty much the worst, honestly. Um. Okay. My number three, it's, it's hard. It's kind of a tie between some other things, but um, hmm, I think I'm going to say, I think I'm going to say Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 HD right now. I don't know. It could, honestly, I could make an argument to make it higher. <laughs> like, it's, it's very good. I'll, I'll download that at some point. Yeah, it's, I'm, it I honestly like reminds me a little bit. Yeah, it reminds me kind of of, like, Smash and stuff in the sense that, like, just, you know what things you want to do, and then you do them, and then, like, combos and that kind of stuff. It's just, mm -hmm. like, it's, so far, sometimes there's still an element especially depending on how the character is statted where like because you know you can change that stuff around with like yeah. how fast your flips happen and how high you ollie and stuff so there's sometimes where like manuals are yeah right so like i could think like oh i can ollie and do a double kick flip and get to that grind right there and then i'll try to do it and then i 
don't. And it's not because the game's doing something wrong. It's just because like your character is not good at that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or I haven't sat them right. Or I change it like, and you can change it on the fly too. So like, there's been a couple of times where I'll have, um, I'm tr- like trying to do a certain jump for just like get the E in the skate that you're collecting and get S-K-A-T, go to the menu, change my Ollie height and my hang time. (laughs) You're a cheater. (laughs) Like, all right, whatever. Um, So, but it is fun also like trying to- I thought you meant like in between things. Like, all right, I couldn't do it that time. Maybe try these stats. (laughs) Uh I mean, but some of it also is like there's uh, in the- I don't remember what it's called, the, the city level, whatever that is. There's one where you have to do certain roof gaps and like you you can't make them unless your speed, Ollie and hang time are just like all the way maxed out. So I was like, you know, theoretically, I'd like to build a well-balanced character where I do the whole like, and I add one here, one there. Mm-hmm. But otherwise I would just have to like finish everything else and then come back to that last thing, which would be a nuisance. So it's nice that you can just like, at least if not, yeah, even if you can do it during the level, at least between levels, go and change it so that you could do that kind of stuff. Otherwise, I guess you could just change characters, but it's great. Yeah. I'm just, I'm enjoying it that much. So it would be yeah, number three, maybe even number two, but um, I don't know. I'll do honorable mentions at the end. So <laughs> what about you? What's your number, number two? Two is knockout city. Very really? fun game. Yes. Game is very fun. Um, I did not expect the game to be fun. Yeah. I thought it was going to be some Fortnite nonsense. <laughs> I thought it was going to just be stupid and I was never going to touch it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's fun. It's, it's satisfying to like hit people with the ball. Mm-hmm. It's satisfying to catch the ball. It's satisfying nice. to catch the ball and then hit people in the ball with the ball in return for them. Darn, throw the ball at you. It's great. Man. dodgeball is fun um i had <laughs> dodgeball fun is fun i mean with, in theory so the only time i really got to play dodgeball consistently was when i went to day camp and i hated day camp but the, the, but dodgeball is fun though uh-huh. so it was like it was like the, yeah. i'm like if i gotta go to day camp i'm playing dodgeball and you can't stop <laughs> me or else i'm done here i'm out of here um <laughs> so dodgeball was like the only reason i'm like all right seven year old aj walking down the street back home with dodgeball <laughs> hanging low like, like dodgeball <laughs> like that would be the thing my dad would be like uh like do you want to go to camp today i'm like nah and then he'd be like but they're playing dodgeball i'm like oh shoot i'm going to the camp <laughs> like, what? i'm gonna beat these kids just like freaking eat the ball it's great yeah get the trick shot you throw the ball off the wall <laughs> smack billy <laughs> with the ball it's great fun time dodgeball is fun also exhausting like i remember playing it as an adult after the like so yeah i played it in you know middle school or high school or whatever pe and that kind of stuff but then also i was a youth Yo, they for banned like, dodgeball at rp <laughs> oh and, no and like i think i want to say after like sixth grade it was just a thing that we couldn't do anymore because <laughs> oh. like, people like tried to end people yeah, like, they're like yeah. drilling the ball like they're trying to throw the ball through <laughs> and through was you guys the, the were you using like the big rubber balls yeah like the red oh, rubber yeah. ball we were yeah. mostly i think would usually use the like smaller kind of foamy balls you know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. that like you can yeah yeah, yeah. no no not us <laughs> using freaking <laughs> kickballs like like that situation yep uh, kickball is one i didn't play very much of. but yeah i um i was usually kickball like is years. like the only gym thing that i have done as an adult I, think. Oh. Like, I haven't played dodgeball as an adult yeah. but i've played kickball as an adult i always wanted uh, to play more kickball like, and it just didn't happen d- like 
I'm not counting like basketball and football is that because yeah. football and basketball seem like a like they transcend gym. Yes, <laughs> but that's kickball true. is very specifically a gym activity. Mm-hmm. Um, and that every once in a while, my brother's like, "Yo, I got the bases. Everybody want to get together and play a kickball." Pre pre COVID, obviously, it's dead. Interesting. <laughs> it's dead now. We're never playing kickball again. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, uh, Knockout City is great. Um, yeah. Play it. It's like you get ten hours for free or something like that. And mm-hmm. I like. So the first time I streamed it, me and Bob and Ian streamed it a couple of times because we're cracked, we're broken, we're gods at the game. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and then the second time we played it, we like ran out of time or something like that. And I was like, I'll give them the 30 bucks. Like I had enough fun with this game for yeah. $30. <laughs> Here's yep. $30. And then you get something. I don't know. I don't really care. Yep. It, it, it's like it's like the thing where you know people a lot of people are like is youtube premium worth ten dollars or twelve dollars or whatever it is for me it's like a lot of times when i give money to that sort of thing like a subscription service it's like mm-hmm. is the overall thing worth that money like mm-hmm. for me i didn't get twitch turbo for a very long time because i only watched twitch for bob but now yeah. that I use Twitch as a streamer and I watch more streamers that are my mm-hmm. friends and stuff like that, I'm like, Twitch is worth the $10 a month or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I feel about Knockout City. It's like, yeah, I had enough fun with the game where it's like, I'll give you $30 to play more of this game and not <laughs> yeah. have to think Have you played more since, since playing it with Ian that time? Yeah. Um, I, I play it every once in a while. Like, I think me and Leah played it a couple of times mm-hmm. with uh, some of our friends and nice. like on Discord and stuff like that. And like, I'll pick it up. Like, I think I played it a little bit on Xbox um, to try to see what the difference was, like mm-hmm. if it like was smoother or anything like that. And also I was like testing different Xbox games just to see like the 120 frames per second situation. Mm-hmm. Cause now that I have a monitor that can do that. I don't think Knockout City is one of those games that supports that. Um, yeah, but I was playing it on there too. Um, every once in a while, nice. It's a fun game. It's a good game. You should try. Neato. My number two is Tony Hawk. <laughs> Tony Hawk Pro Skater One. Tony Hawk Two Skater Two. <laughs> uh, no, it's uh, yeah, New Pokemon Snap. Um, no. I know I'm stealing your thunder a little How bit because you're about to swoop dare. in, but uh, yeah, no, it's it's a good old time. I like it a lot. It's it fun. It's it was the game I was playing when we got the call about our baby. So you know what? It's got a lot of brownie points in there too. No, yeah, it's a good time. There's a couple of things that I wish were a little bit different about it, but generally it's like it's new. It's Pokemon Snap and Pokemon Snap is great. You know, like I'm not going to sink in all of my time into it, but the time that I did spend with it, I had, I had a nice, relaxing, happy time. And also it was just fun to play with Ashley too and like have something that we, um, it's an easy learning curve. It's, it is funny to watch how like nobody who doesn't know what it is understands the, the appeal. It's the appeal. Crossing. Yeah. And like, I, um, we had some people over, it was, yeah, Ashley's cousin and her husband were over and Ashley was like, Oh, Parker, you should show them Pokemon snap. And I was like, uh, uh okay. And so I, I turned it on and then like first play through um yeah i think one of them played or maybe i played for i don't know one of us played the first playthrough and both of them were just like i don't understand why this like i don't understand what's interesting about it and then replayed the same level again and then suddenly replaying the same level was like oh okay i kind of get it now and then by the end um uh kenny my her cousin's husband was like i might pick this up yeah maybe and i was like oh what is how is this like it's It's just interesting like it's just such a weird way that 
that happens. But I think it was the same for Ashley. Like the first time she saw it, she was like, what? This is so weird. I and think I less it. about, so the, I made, the, I just literally made the Animal Crossing comparison. Yeah. But I think even more so than Animal Crossing, I think people are bad at understanding why Pokemon Snap is good because people are bad at talking about why Pokemon Snap yeah, is good. Yeah, or yeah, even sure. the point of Pokemon Snap. Because mm-hmm. people usually start the description with like, oh, it's a game about taking pictures of Pokemon. It's not mm-hmm. a game about taking pictures of Pokemon. <laughs> taking yeah. pictures of the Pokemon is like, it's the same thing as like Sonic. It's like the mm-hmm. reward. It's like, yeah. oh, you you made that moment happen and you mm-hmm. took the picture to capture that moment. And then, you know, that mm-hmm. gives you a reference point to try to do it better. And you can fail or succeed at that reward a little bit too. Like you, yeah. can, you can try to get the reward and like not quite, grasp mm-hmm. it and be like oh that's a cool thing happened but i missed like um the you know the picture that they use pretty often in their promotional material of Ma- of pidgeot flying down and grabbing the magic card yeah i i got made the event happen like three times and tried to get the picture and yeah, got it i just got of, his feet <laughs> yeah or like i got the pidgeot and i was like wow what a great picture but it's actually supposed to be a picture of magikarp or something mm-hmm. like that you know where it's like it urges you to want to play it some more because you know it yeah interesting things are happening and it just you know has your reward sense center in your brain (laughs) and i think even better than the original it does a good job at like incentivizing you to find those moments because you know that they're there yeah um you know that every pokemon has a four-star interaction so you know there's something that you can get them to do that is interesting Mm -hmm. um and then once you get that or once you get the, the ones that come before that, you're like, oh, well, I got to mm-hmm. get the other stars now. Yeah. <laughs> and whether like for better or for worse, um, I was, I mentioned Fez on, um, on Twitter of like the games that I, um, you know, have been playing this year mm-hmm. and that one as well. It's something like the way that my brain works is I'll complete everything as I'm going through it. So like, you know, that's more or less how I do with like all Mario games or like Tony Hawk or whatever. But with, with Fez, it has a lot of branching paths where like you do this and then you can go to this level or this level, but mm. I can't go like that one backtrack and this and this one. Cause then it's like each of them have a ton of branches. Right. So you just need to just go back later. And similarly with new Pokemon snap, like you need to play the level. You can't get every single picture of every single Pokemon because some of them are happening at the same time on either yeah. side of you. We're like, on that side, there's a Dodrio. On that side, there's a Tauros or whatever. And you're like, well, I got to pick. <laughs> also, like on the on a similar line of thought to that, like you can't do that in the sense of like, oh, well, I'm going to get the top star ranking for each individual level on mm-hmm. each individual time of day in yeah. that order. Because uh-huh. it's like, the more you complete, the more you unlock, the more you have to complete those to be able to yeah. unlock more mm-hmm. retroactively. So a speed um, run isn't the same. Like, I feel like speed runs of the original one are just like, play the level once through and go like, do, 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 mm-hmm. do, 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 and like get everything. And like, maybe not quite because some things, uh, you know, you might need to multitask or like do it a couple of times to get stuff. But um, whereas in this, like, yeah, you just legitimately need to do it again. And it's fun to do it again. That's, you know, mm-hmm. a benefit because otherwise it would suck <laughs> if it was, you know, but that's the point of games is they're fun. So that's my number two. What's, what does your number one that's happen to one. be? <laughs> New Pokemon Snap. It's a great, it's a great game. It's, I still got like, there's still a lot of stuff that I have to go back and do. Like I yeah. still didn't do any of the legendary stuff. Um, mm-hmm. uh, there's obviously, I still got, like, I don't even know about the legendary stuff. I don't think is, I know I, there's, I won't, I won't say, okay. <laughs> I think I found one. 
I think I, I found, found one and I like got a crappy picture of it. So I got to like go back and get a better picture of it. Um, no, uh-huh. I found two. I found two. I found two because I found Celebi. And that was like, oh, I did the, find Celebi. That was like okay. the day of or the day before. Does that I only unlock after you finish the game? <laughs> I don't know. Because because I did it after I beat the game, but I don't yeah. know if you could get it because I remember doing that level and I didn't have a newer star level of that or a newer like upgrade of that same mm. level. And I was like, oh, Celebi's here this time. Weird. And I on another level, um, the underwater one, mm. I went down to there's a an area called Lugia's lair or something mm. like that. No Lugia. So like I wonder if after you beat the game is when those legendaries start yeah, populating maybe. those areas. Mm. So I should go back to Lugia's lair now and see if a straight Lugia happens. Yeah, yeah I, found, I gotta find the the yeah because that is fun i do like legendary and there's like i mean there there part of it is like disappointing in the sense of like not even the things that we've talked about where it's like yeah. the the evolution and stuff yeah. like that but just like the potential that they had to do more yeah that yeah. would have made the game even more like without even that much work honestly mm-hmm. uh made the game more of a water cooler thing like yeah. i think there's still a lot of more moments for that um, but like, if there was like a one in 4,000 chance to find a shiny Pokemon, yeah, like th- right. that, how hype would that be? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. cause shiny Pokemon didn't exist when the first game came out. Um, so like if they, if they did stuff like that, I think, and I mean, with the advent of DLC, maybe they <laughs> still can, uh-huh. but I think that that in particular could have made this game even that, I mean, that much more better at what it is. Cause like, it's a little bit of everything. Like it's a little mm-hmm. bit of a puzzle game. It's a little bit of a Metroidvania, you know, it's a little bit yeah. of like a traditional arcade game. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. adding that would have just increased that value mm-hmm. of all of those things. I, I'll also say, I mean, the branching paths, a lot of them are cool, but a lot of the times the branching paths kind of come back to the same one endpoint. It's not mm-hmm. always the case. Like the underwater one has two different ending points, I think. Um, and I think that's maybe, I think all the other ones have the same endpoints. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was actually something that was kind of fun in the in the original that I wouldn't have minded seeing a little bit more of too is actually, yeah, the underwater one is a perfect example of the thing that I'm talking about, but like that you could start a level and there's an area that if you unlock this area, then it's like, Oh, there's actually two different levels in the same Mm -hmm. level, you know? And that's like those kinds of things. Like there's, I think there's an element in this game of mystery that could have been expounded upon that just wasn't exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, But they did, I think they did a, perfect job a great job at the things they were trying to accomplish but they could have set their sights even higher and done some extra cool things but yeah i mean dlc or like maybe if this is a series that has come back now you know for all we know this this is the next one for the next 20 years yeah (laughs) like or they could do new pokemon snap 2 in 2026 or something yeah and that has shiny pokemon and Mm -hmm. brings back evolutions and you know more branching paths and like all that stuff um but yeah for what the game is i still love it a lot it's cool game. yeah uh, cool. i hope that pokemon mainline games take notes with how engaging the world can be mm-hmm. more show not tell yeah agreed um my number one so far for the year do you have a guess uh no bravely default to you 
Oh yeah, you got I forgot it. about Good job. Yeah, I forgot that game existed. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. I, I like how um, the, <laughs> two of the games that are in my top three are provided through you in some way or another. Tony Hawk from Activision. But, yeah, but I mean, I didn't then, provide Tony Hawk. You provided Tony yes. Hawk. But you um, wanted the review copy. I didn't do anything about that other than say, "Yo, PK, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you got any people?" Uh, like I think it was specifically as uh, Screenwave. Um, oh, okay, like, yo, nice. Um, Activision doing anything with Tony Hawk, and he was like, "Yep," because like I have people mm-hmm. like that I've talked to um, mm-hmm. for like Spyro and like crash team racing and all that yeah. stuff. But I think it just w- w- it was easier going through our network. Um, yeah. to go, yo, yep. Where's the, where's the coach? <laughs> and it's great. I'm very happy about it. Yeah. I'm in the back of my, I'm still trying to think about, well, I, yeah, I mean, I, I think I have, like I said, last week, I'm going to make just a video of like some skateboarding games Sports. on switch, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, we're, I just extremes. Mm, mm. That's, that would be more fun for sure. Just like, yeah, I think you could definitely like make more of a video out of it if it was extreme sports. Yeah. The, because like, I mean, everybody knows. Cause like, that I, way you wouldn't have to like, race, it wouldn't have to us. necessarily be everything. It could just yeah. be like the highlights amongst yeah. that stuff. So that's, I had actually thought about that and forgot that I thought about that. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, it's, it's hard. Cause like, we both know that like, no, not a lot of people really watch 1080 wave race videos or whatever and that's fine like Mm -hmm. i but i hope everybody that's listening that you do only because they're really fun and you would have a good old time you know Mm -hmm. um but also it is what it is it'll be fun to make because i'll enjoy talking about it so that's (laughs) the important part um bravely default too number one game this year i haven't played the first two games in the series at all but this one was really really good it's just like yeah elevator pitch for it if you haven't heard me say it already is like it's it's just a standard turn-based rpg tropes all that kind of stuff but with some of the quality of life things of older games refined and that's like that's pretty much you know the the super straightforward pitch any and like the, was anything about the game confusing because you didn't play the first not even game? a little bit i don't like, even th- how does bravely is there going to so be i a, think a bravely second too <laughs> honestly who even knows could very well be because yeah the first it was bravely default and then bravely second mm. and those are immediate sequels and then this one is what? a fully separate story yeah yeah this. exactly this is so it's true. it's like how there was like final <laughs> fantasy 10 and 10 2 yeah bad and game this is exactly no, this is it's, dumb if, if anything it should have been this should have been the direct sequel and bravely yes. second should have been a different thing because yep. it's a different name yep so it's very silly but yeah luckily i didn't feel i'm curious i mean like maybe there were things you know nods that i missed i'm sure there were um but i wasn't sure for sure and um yeah the game's just fun it's the kind of thing that like you can kind of cheese some stuff if you want to which is always a good time where like um i remember right towards the beginning of the game i was like man you can you you can cut grass in the same way that you can in like zelda um and if you do sometimes it'll drop some items and sometimes it's like three gold or like uh, 20,000 gold or whatever. Um, or like yeah. swords that are like, dude, this is, I can't even buy this sword in the shop yet. It's like the, an early sword of the next area that I can't get to yet. So like, it's the best sword that I could have at this part of the game. Every area you go to that ends up being the case. If you chop 
grass for long enough, you can find that. So like it's there if you want it, if, if you want to be a little extra OP. So I remember towards the beginning being like, yeah, man, that's, you know, chopping grass. Well, and I'm pretty sure it was Alec was like, um, never stop cutting the grass. Like, <laughs> it, You will be rewarded. I was like, all right, man. So I did. And it's, it was fun. Um, but yeah, like not having actual random encounters, but like having the enemies in the overworld that you can surprise them. And then, you know, it's still random a lot of times what exactly will be in there. So like you could see like an orc kind of thing and then you hit it and then it turns out it's two orcs and three wolves or something. Um, so you don't know what what exactly is there, but at least having some kind of identification that it's is not like, just like- um, Tales of Symphonia, I think does it. Mm-hmm. Or like same thing, I mean, it's Monster Hunter like, stories too, for, same and, thing. Yeah, like, and, um, Tales of Symphonia, one of the Tales of games, probably all of them now. Yeah, maybe. Um, it's just like a nondescript blob that kind of looks like <laughs> a monster of some sort. And then you Love walk it. into that and it's like three soldiers and a, and a goblin or yep. something. That always is funny when like, yeah, the thing in the overworld is like some small, tiny little rabbit. And then you go fight it and it's like, oh, and he brought his I'm ogres. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I only got to the, the first ending, which is, uh, it's not a, like a game with multiple endings that are, um, option, like where if you do this thing, it'll lead to this ending or this one will lead to, it's like, there's a first ending and then you can go back and there's it's two like more near. endings that you can do. Yeah. I guess you don't restart it in the same way though. It's just like, um, I, th I think like all that Pokemon. happens is your, your final battle didn't the happen or something different. Like that. Yeah, pretty much. Like you can, well, it's, it's more interesting than that in that like there's a little bit of extra story, like, you know, two more chapters or well, something. But sorry, where you go to leave forward. That's like, true. hey man, I'd freaking, I'd trained more. Now my Onyx is a Steelix. <laughs> Wait, what games does that happen in? Uh, it happens. I know it happens in Gen 5. Oh, okay. It happens in other gens too, but I think the one I can remember I'm the here most for that. specific is Gen 5. That's good. I I always have like I love Gen 2, but some of the pacing in that game is always a bit weird because like the Elite Four is halfway through the I mean it's not halfway through the game. It's you know, because like Kanto ends up being so easy that like yeah. it's but everything being so low leveled at that point, it's like it's always weird. Um but that's besides the point. In any case, that's my that number whole one game. game so they're like crap on Johto, though. They're like, yo, they're, they're like, Kano ain't crap. I mean, Johto yeah. ain't crap. We got level 80 Pokemon here or whatever. And it's mm -hmm. like, yeah, you're post game content, dude. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> yeah. What a time. So, second part of this conversation, that'll be shorter, but very effective. Oh, do you have any honorable mentions? No. Okay. Um, I don't think so. <laughs> Super Mario Bowser's Fury. That's one that came to mind in any Bowser's case. Fury. Oh, Bowser's Fury is cool too. Cool. I had a fun time with that, but it, I already played that video game. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Other uh I played a game, a short, a little game called Olegia towards the beginning of the year. That was fun. Monster Hunter Rise, I haven't gotten enough into, but yeah, there's Monster some other games I, that I played. Also, I forgot Monster Hunter Rise existed. Um eh. Yeah, I'm every once in a while I'm dipping back into it, and like every time I'm like, yeah, this could be fun, but it's just so intimidating to boot it up compared to other things that yeah. aren't as intimidating. It's to boot like up. I, so. I get it. Obviously, I get it. I yeah. understand the appeal because mm -hmm. it's a very similar appeal to like Smash, um, but I just don't 
just don't you care. haven't gotten yeah, yeah exactly. i just i just don't care and the gameplay isn't fun to me yeah um so like that's that's more the reason why i don't play and i'll get into mm-hmm. that that divide later yeah <laughs> So the, yeah, the second half of this conversation then real quick is what games do you think have a chance for you of knocking out any of those ones and making their way uh, into the top three? I mean, Brain Diamond. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, yeah, Brain Diamond. I, I get I get it. I freaking mix them up so much that I was like, hey, he's a shining diamond. <laughs> Brilliant like- Shining, Diamond Pearl. <laughs> Um, and here I'll read the ones that are coming out, first party ones at least that are coming out. Rest, uh, Monster Hunter Stories Two, Skyward Sword HD, No More Heroes Three, not technically first party, but whatever. Um, Warrior Wear, Get It Together, Metroid Dread, Mario Party Superstars, Shin Megami Tensei Five, Pokemon Di- Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl, and Advanced Wars Reboot Camp. Uh, Pokemon could mm-hmm. probably at least take number two. Mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. number three. Is up for grabs between Mario and mm-hmm. Mario Party. Who knows? Um, yep. But probably, I think WarioWare and Pokemon have a chance. I don't know for sure, for sure, if it's going to happen. I think Pokemon probably will be in the top three somewhere because yeah. it's Pokemon. Yeah. Um, but I don't know how high. I don't know yeah. if it would be like my number one or anything like that. Unless they drastically improve the video game because the pacing sucks <laughs> the pacing in gen 4 trash i know gen 4 is like a lot of people's favorite gen like mm-hmm. lee it's his mm-hmm. favorite gen i don't like gen 4 i, I mean I, it's fine it's fine what i is, like it more than gen mm-hmm. 1 like not better than kanto but better than the generation 1 games right um but outside of like the improvements in made to like competitive battling and like wi-fi battles and stuff like that like mm-hmm. just the structure of the game hmm. don't like it Interesting. <laughs> not good i definitely i remember it's set pieces and stuff like that like i feel like i remember even though i've played gen 3 and gen 4 only once each pretty mm-hmm. sure um gen 4 does stand out in my mind more for just some unique world stuff i feel like like um because uh, that's where there's the um, the Ash Mountain, right? Is that Gen 4? Uh, uh, You're talking about when you run around to collect the Ash? Yeah. yeah. That's Gen 3. Is that Gen 3? Okay. Yeah, so um, can, the mock bike can, like, and stuff. Yep, is Gen that Gen 3 or Gen, Gen 4? That's okay, Gen maybe 3. I'm remembering Gen yep. 3 a lot more. <laughs> um, I am remember. I do remember the Steel Town with like uh, where that yeah, place. Yeah, Jets. Okay. I'm definitely mixing them up then in that case. Never mind. <laughs> uh, so Gen 4, the, yeah. the, the main reason why I don't really like Gen 4 is, like I said, the pacing's bad. And to be more specific, and the, like I want to say the first four uh, gym badges, you can mm-hmm. blaze through them. They're super fast. And then the mm-hmm. game grinds to a halt. Mm-hmm. Like the game. And oh, it, that's it, the one with a lot of water, right? No, that's Gen 3. Uh, <laughs> like Gen 3 you, left much more of an impression on me than I thought it did. Gen 4 is the one with the Psyducks. You like freaking walk in, like the Psyducks are sick. You got to give them medicine. Uh, Gen Gen 4 has a lot of snow. <laughs> Gen okay. 4. Yeah, 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 yeah. Clean your badges snow. in Gen 4 um gen 4 is the one with the library and that mm-hmm, that's another part mm-hmm. of the game that's like freaking just oh, kicks yeah. the pacing across the field it's bad game I mean, it's bad worth, game but bad i think i'm gonna i'm pacing. gonna agree with you when it's all said and done um that like yeah i gen 3 i remember more so this is this will be interesting i i mean it'll be more you know 
first time feeling kinds of things. I'm, I like I'm looking gen. at some See, of the, the thing is now. like Gen three is amongst my favorite gens. Like I love mm-hmm. Gen three, um, but Gen four is just like tower uh-huh. spot. Um, I like Gen four because of Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Mm-hmm. The mechanics are good. True. Mm-hmm. Um, as good as they can be in an RPG. I do wonder, I mean, we'll be talking about something related to this later, but yeah, like what things we've, we've said it before, what improvements they end up making. Like mm-hmm. that'll be an interesting thing to see because um, right now it just looks like graphics is the only change. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm sure they'll have changed and it's like some a more, more stuff linear, in there. It's like a more linear progression for graphics than they've ever Yeah, done, Where it's sure. literally just like, okay, we're going to try to translate what this game looked like then to yep. now. Um, probably i mean because it's the first time that they had the opportunity to do a lot more so they were like oh either we do a lot more or we do it pretty faithful and so i guess they just went that way yeah and yeah like it's the first time that they offloaded it to a new team yeah right totally so i I, i'd imagine it's a lot easier to be like do this (laughs) make this again (laughs) than to be like hey uh reimagine this Mm -hmm. into something new because then you're you're rolling the dice it's like i don't know if people are honestly i didn't include this one in the conversation from two weeks ago with advanced wars and all that stuff but like kind of another 2021 game that nintendo's i mean game freak pokemon company whatever Mm -hmm. is offloading to a third party to do a remake to be able to Working on other stuff. It's different because it's, I mean, it's Pokemon, so it's still yeah, like an ongoing franchise. Do it like it wasn't like a yeah. remake that people were like, "Is this going to happen?" It was right. Like it was a win. It was like, uh-huh. all right, it's been more than ten years, uh-huh. which in and of itself is a problem because <laughs> like they never said that. Like, yeah, that was never yeah. something that came out of Just game the expectation mouth, that it was that... like, "Yo, every ten years we're remaking a Pokemon game." It's like, yo, uh, the, the past three gens every 10 years or so they made a new pokemon game so therefore they're it's always going to do it for the rest of all time yeah. it's a rule <laughs> i mean it's the sakurai rule you know like exactly. <laughs> I, I hate it i hate it uh, so much yeah um no but that's that's true i think for me ones that could knock out the other top three are um i don't know about skyward sword probably not but possibly it'll be my first time playing it so like if i'm like if i'm one of the people that are like this game's great then maybe but um metroid dread Oh yeah, chance. Metroid Dread. Freaking yeah. Metroid Dread would probably be there too. My top three might be entirely different. <laughs> yeah, honestly. I mean, I and I don't know well, which of I these... think I think new Pokemon Snap might still be on there. So. Yeah. I, I could imagine. It might get um, knocked down to three. <laughs> it, or it two. depends which of these games I play also, because like, you know, if I just don't have time to play some games, then I just won't play some of the games. But I feel like um, I'm gonna play most of them because like at the very least, I'll play it on stream. And a lot of them are so like they're kind of unknown quantities where like for all we know met or no more heroes three is super up either of our uh-huh. alleys or not at all yeah and it feels like not a lot in track, between the track record is not looking great <laughs> from from the games that i've played uh, uh-huh. the, the the i mean not the game the game that i played mm-hmm. did you play one or two i played strikes again and then oh, oh yeah, yeah rob yeah, was like don't play one and two on the <laughs> on the switch because it'll, it'll probably pinch your um Mm-hmm. your expectations poorly of what the new game is going to be and i'm like well all right well i guess it's all riding on this game hopefully it yeah. doesn't suck yeah so yeah metro dread um shimigami tensei 5 if i play it it has you know it's it's an rpg sometimes those do great sometimes they're kind of run in the mill so we'll just see where That's that true. pans there's out a, there's a three and a half percent chance <laughs> i like that game <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that's, and then Advance Wars is coming out too. I don't know. That would win. I doubt it takes one of the top three, but I don't know. Could be fun. So yeah, that's some of our games of the half year. Um, our game of the year could have, if, if things had gone differently and Nintendo had listened up a little bit, could have been an ultra realistic F-Zero game. But it won't be because it doesn't exist and they turned it down. Rip, dude. <laughs> they um, they were like, oh, there's that dude, Falcon. <laughs> he, <laughs> he wants that game, right? <laughs> F him. <laughs> uh yeah. So this was um did you I, I actually went and watched Game Explains video of it to like kind of get the full context and stuff. Um it was it was interesting um, talking no, about it. I but, saw this and I was mm-hmm. like cool <laughs> did you read the articles like the quotes themselves oh, or just kind of because like i mean i care about f-zero to the extent that like my friend falcon cares about f-zero yes. and that's yeah. cool yeah, sure. it's golden sun it's golden sun to me it's like yeah. i personally couldn't give an f about f-zero <laughs> and its current state i don't care yep. even a little bit you can give um, zero f's actually exactly i can give zero f's dude um but Mm-hmm. i mean especially if it's just like the same game but it looks better yeah like that's the least interesting thing of even franchises that i like <laughs> so the interesting thing with this pitch is uh, so basically yeah it's the guy that um he worked in nintendo for a while and mm-hmm. is off doing his own thing now and he made carve snowboarding most recently on the um oculus quest and so he had an interview with game explain and they um you know just asked him about a whole bunch of games that he made with nintendo star fox 1080 some of this other stuff and he mentioned this pitch to nintendo that he and his team um made a little prototype of it's not an ultra realistic f-zero game just graphically specifically and maybe not even graphically Mm -hmm. um but it was like okay well these cars are flying how are they flying they've got four boosters on them like Mm -hmm. one under each corner and they made it to where there's physics where like um, if one of the boosters breaks, then like your car is like kind of tilting down and then the other one breaks and then the whole car like flips over and all this kind of stuff where it's like, it ends up just being, you know, a big old mess of things. So, but the interesting bit is that, um, is yeah, maybe this isn't just specifically for F zero, but broader, but maybe it's also related to this game. I don't know. But he said, we were stuck in a catch 22 working with Nintendo because we'd say to them, we want to do this F-Zero game. Can you give us all this money? And they'd say, well, you don't have enough people. And I'd say, well, if we had money, we could get people. (laughs) And so it was ridiculous. It was forever this ridiculous catch 22 with them wanting us to make a game, us pitching a game, them saying we don't have enough people. All right. So what do we do? Do we just find a lump of cash somewhere, then get the people, then go back to you with the proposal? It was difficult working with them. I thought that was just an Uh, interesting situation. Yeah, I don't know about that because I don't think that that's that hard of a problem to solve, honestly. On mm-hmm. on his end, where mm-hmm. it's just like you get people, and they especially if you're like this respected dude in the industry and blah blah, blah and you're like, "Yo, mm-hmm. we're making this game. Nintendo's going to give us funding, but we need more people." You in? Yeah, thick. <laughs> you yeah. know, like I guess the part that I wouldn't know too is like how long do you have to have had a person to be able or like what assurances do you need to be able to make to where like if the pitch falls through you know that kind of thing mm-hmm. and like do you have to have had them long enough for it to be established that you have you know those kinds of things because yeah if it's literally like we've just got people on board here like oh we just found an extra 20 people that mm-hmm. we know and they said they're on board um and nintendo's like cool but if they're like super closely vetting that then that's you know 
a different situation. Mm -hmm. So, but still, yeah, I wonder all things considered with like taking this, how many other pitches, how many times does that just don't. Yeah. And he's, he said to, um, yeah, Nintendo are very wary about using old IP because it's such a huge thing for them to do. It's much easier to go with a new idea, a new IP, than to reuse an old one, mm-hmm. which totally checks out. Yeah, that talk about that all the time. Yeah, <laughs> um, and especially like it, it's easy for them to go with a new idea or go with the current ideas that have been working continuously. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like you can use old ip and i think they're starting to understand that more mm-hmm. because like the thing about what in media in general across the board ip is powerful it doesn't have to be the biggest ip in the world as mm-hmm. long as it's established you mm-hmm. can make it a, a giant thing yeah iron man hello yeah. <laughs> how you doing <laughs> um <Ant-Man. laughs> you know like yeah. that that sort of thing like these are freaking billion dollar movies whereas six years ago who even who who, yeah. who was yeah. Ant-Man six years ago? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, like, if they can do that... If we knew who it was, then the Justice Friends in Dexter's Lab, if we knew who Iron Man was, would have included Iron Man yeah, in it yeah, and not the... In, what, the incorrigible and, honk or something? Yeah, something like <laughs> Indomitable and, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that sounds more right. Um, but yeah, that, that crap. Like, they have some of the most powerful IP in the world, and they may not know it but that includes ip like freaking duck hunt <laughs> yeah like people know what duck hunt is <laughs> so it's, it's true like, use it man use yeah. it. but also i get it because like along with that comes expectations you know mm-hmm. so like f-zero is like this game that is like in this weird place where it's like a lot of people know about it and they care about it in theory mm-hmm. um so they have to make a game that's very good yeah and therefore will probably cost a lot of money for them to make a lot more money than they're willing to spend on a game that has a track record a sales mm-hmm. track record that f-zero does yeah um so i was like we gotta make this blockbuster game for this franchise that people love but in theory yeah but it's only in theory. <laughs> so it's like theory is not going to reimburse us for the money that we have to invest for a game yeah. that's worthy of a franchise with this type of mindshare. Yeah. Which um, is why it's so surprising that Metroid Dread is getting the, yeah. yep. is just getting the fanfare it's getting, getting the, you know, production budget it got and stuff like that. Like maybe it was just cheaper to make than we expect because with them using Mercury Steam, you know, like that's, it, it's just not as expensive as them doing it themselves because they're, I don't know, you know, like maybe, but. Or just a lot of like things lined up in their favor, right? Yeah. Where it's like yeah. they were, they had to be working on the Samus Returns before the whole thing where people mm-hmm. remade it and it got taken down and got DMC. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then a couple months later, they came out with this game. It's like, oh yeah, that's why, because they're <laughs> literally making this video game themselves. Yeah. Um like once that happened and they saw how popular that was and then you got to imagine like whatever their sales expectations were at the very least met um with the 3ds version that they're like okay um and plus prime Four, the excitement behind that that being the biggest announcement at e3 and then trending again when it got delayed you know Mm -hmm. um all of that combined tells nintendo like oh metroid has clout (laughs) yeah we should invest in this Mm -hmm. and like you know i think it's it's great they're taking big risks 
sometimes, you know? And so it's the question for them. It's like, which big risks are worth taking? And obviously this is one that's going to have paid off, but like, yeah, would F0 pay off? How how can they make it so that for as big a risk as F0 would be, it can be as, as small as possible, you know, pay off as, as high as possible if it does. You yeah, know, because yeah. I think I think it's less of a it's not even really in my mind, it doesn't seem like a monetary risk as much mm-hmm. as it seems like a risk to F Zero. Yes, like hundred percent. I, I don't think that it's a risk to Nintendo. If they mm-hmm. make an F Zero game and it sells two hundred and fifty thousand copies, they'll be fine because I'm yeah. I guarantee you they're going to budget for that. Yeah. Um the bigger thing is like if they make an F Zero game after such a long time mm-hmm. that people don't like. And yep. there's no sign of any life beyond that. That's yep. terrible for the brand. Yep. Um, I mean, it's like, you know, we've, we've had videos before, or like I've had a video idea for like months and then I'll be like, I really want to wait for the right time to do this because like, I think it'll be really cool, but I want it to be at a time where it's going to pan out or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then either either I do it at a time that it works out great. And it's like, yay, that got the attention that I wanted it to get because it was something I was passionate about or I do it at a different time. And then it's just like, all right, well, it didn't really pan out and I did it and it was fun, but like kind of sucks that that idea is done now and there's nothing more to be done with it. You know, like (laughs) it's the yeah same kind of thing where like you want to leverage those things in the right way because it's kind of like you've only got one chance with something like this. Mm -hmm. And so- Hopefully they use it well. We do have a question. This was from Q&A, but I pulled it up to here. Uh, Martin Liz 93 asked, there's a division to this F-Zero realistic game. Would you rather it have been made with this risk or keep waiting for an F-Zero with a closer take? And then there's a second question. Each game has a unique theme for its time. How would you guys see F-Zero's tone and style change for this era? Um, I think that like with that description of like it being realistic, gameplay wise mm-hmm. um i would prefer that because I, I just think that that would make the gameplay more interesting mm-hmm. um but <laughs> um <laughs> i don't know if that would be super successful because i think the yeah. barrier already feels like for a lot of people that f-zero is like not too complicated but too sweaty almost yeah yeah, yeah for um sure. and it's like why would i why would i play that i could play mario kart and mm-hmm. i'm not saying this i'm done with mario kart i've said it so many times i'm sick of it until mario kart 9 and nothing yeah. to do with it i'm i'm out of here <laughs> yeah. um but like for people where it's like mario kart is already this huge success if i want the f-zero fix i can mm-hmm. go to big blue in that game or whatever yeah. right um so but it would be like it would be like the game starting with a 200 cc mode for the yeah. i mean that's you know that's kind of more like yeah, what a lot zero of is essentially outright don't like 200 cc mode i don't play 200 cc mode yeah. barely at all <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like it's possible obviously and like you know i've i i think i've got gold medals on most of them you know or like the three star gold medals on most of them but like those were, you know, and once see, I got them, I was the done. Thing, too, where a lot of people I'll see say that, and mm-hmm. because I follow Falcon, he follows a lot of F-Zero people. Yeah. That's like something that they talk about and like scoff at a lot. Where yeah. it's like yeah. a lol, 200 uh-huh. CC, it's yeah. nothing, you know? Which you is intimidating. people like, want to do more than 200 CC? Yeah. <laughs> like people mm-hmm. don't even want to do 200 CC. Yeah. So it's, it's like... Mm. <sighs> 
it's it's a tricky position to be in because yeah it's like what especially at this point you know it's kind of like it's it feels similar to the melee kind of thing where it's Mm. like if smash leaned harder into what melee is it would be perfect for the melee fans and other people just wouldn't like it because it's like yeah yeah. like even me like i wouldn't I, i don't want smash to be melee yeah because yeah. like me- like a lot of melee fans like it because the game fights you to like play it almost mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's like yo i'm good because i can break my hands to play this video game. <laughs> you know like i can i can flick the stick and press this the l button and yeah. move the c stick more than anybody can i broke my <laughs> hand four times but but it's fine because i'm good mm-hmm. at the video game i don't yep. I, I i don't think that that's what makes smash good mm-hmm. and i'll get to that <laughs> but like a big part of smash is that is cool about smash is that the execution barrier is very low yeah like very low intentionally mm-hmm. um and that's never been the hard part the hard part is always the mental game it's what is yeah. my opponent going to do i hit them here where are they going to go next mm-hmm, <laughs> so i can mm-hmm. hit them again and eventually they'll die you know it's yep. like that sort of thing or where do I go to make sure that they can't hit me? Mm-hmm. And if I had to fight the game to be able to play that cat, cat uh, that cat and mouse match, <laughs> I'm I don't wanna yeah. <laughs> sign me out. <laughs> like, yeah, I think I mean it's important for sure that F Zero, whatever new iteration, has that upper level, upper threshold, and it like has things that can challenge even the best F Zero players mm. to be even better. Low but it can't be just floor, that high yes. skill ceiling it's, it's gotta is, be yeah that is the most important thing for yeah. a successful competitive game yeah it, like it needs to be accessible but have room to be expanded on yeah yeah exactly so that's i yeah i i mean i think in but if it's between these things to answer the question between the realistic or closer take one i'd choose the realistic one as well just because it's it's different it's more fun it'll be just interesting to see, even if it's even if it's like worse, <laughs> you know, like it would be interesting. Um, I would feel bad for F Zero fans if if it's gonna fail either way. Though I would say classic because then at least F Zero fans get a new game that is that, that kills the franchise. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if that's what's gonna happen, then like I'd rather Falcon get. A, a new game to the play in that regard. Raw. Yeah, but you know, I'd much rather have something that he would enjoy, but also continues the franchise um i don't know which one i prefer because like they have gx and that's the game that they like and that's kind of currently their last Mm -hmm. hurrah yeah i think that like i don't know like if the the thing is like to try for more sales Mm -hmm. i think i would prefer that they try for that because at least in that situation there's like there's not the what if you know Mm -hmm. there's not the what if they tried that yeah. Um, because they tried yep. the current F-Zero formula mm-hmm. and it succeeded kind of once. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then after that, yeah. it did the Metroid thing and kind of yeah. fell off a cliff, except it didn't have the prime, you know, the prime right. uh, bump of like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, well, now this is the best selling thing or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, so. that's true. Um, as far as the each game had a unique theme for its time. How do you guys see this F zero's th- tone and style change for this era? I mean, I changed more than just the tone and style. <laughs> I think so. Um, yeah, I don't know. And I don't know enough about the other games really to be able to say effectively 
but I um, think that like the 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 best way that they could do this and like go for the people play, you know, like win over mm-hmm. as much people as they possibly can, is try to strike a similar tone to like a Marvel thing mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. where it's like it can be taken seriously but there's a lot of like but it's got goofy to stuff it too. yeah um, that's because that's point. kind of the vibe that like that like gx has in a lot of ways where it's like there's the the freaking mm-hmm. movies and stuff where it's like yeah this freaking black shadow dude she's so serious and scary <laughs> but also look at his bloopers you know like <laughs> that sort of situation yeah uh I but it's kind of a little a little too much too you know yeah, for sure goofy, uh, in, the, in that direction they need to like tone that side of it down yeah. and make it cooler um yeah. because that the thing that f-zero needs to do in any nintendo franchise really is or any franchise is mm-hmm. fill a, a, a void of mm-hmm. some kind, something that the market at large feels mm-hmm. like they need. And something that Nintendo fans talk about all the time is that they want more mature franchises. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a question that kind of talks about this later. Um, but this is definitely one of those franchises that yeah. could scratch that itch. Yeah, for sure. Um, like Metroid the, seems to be doing with Dread, you know, exactly. like, yeah. Yeah. Even though it's yeah, it's not like Metroid. And by it's mature, like an R-rated. Falcon yeah. doesn't have to say F. You know, like the Falcon yeah. doesn't have to be like, yo, what the F is up, bees? <laughs> you know, like that doesn't have to be that. Yeah. But just like just more mentally stimulating for adults. Mm-hmm. Rough of the wild is yes, more mature. Exactly right, you yeah. know, like a kid mm-hmm. can still enjoy it, but there's a lot to chew on for people that are older. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Um there's going to be a lot to chew on in the Skyward Sword HD quality of life fixes, you know, so much to chew on. We're waiting on it. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So we finally found out some stuff and apparently there's more because we already know one thing that they didn't mention in this video, but showed up in the video, um, which was that there's auto saves, which previously you had to go save at a statue or whatever. So now at least there's auto saves, which means probably you can also save anywhere, I'd guess. Like that seems like it would be weird. If yeah, it was just, I, sure. I guess. Um, but then again, I, I, I'm always a big fan of being able to manually save, even if there's autosave in the Same. game. But there are definitely some games where it's just like, just trust the autosave. It, it's, it's got auto, it's got autosave, and I'm like, but I want to press the. Button. I don't. I mean, there's <laughs> there's some games where I don't even think about that. Uh huh. Where it's like I know for sure that it auto mm-hmm. saved and that's fine. But then yeah. there's other games that I don't trust it, like yep. Pokemon. Then trust it, and yep. it, I, I think that that's what it is. Is that mm-hmm. like Pokemon came from a time yeah. where that wasn't a thing, yep. so it was like you had to. And during that if time, I have a character model, been so many times where I yeah. lost my save in a Pokemon game from batteries dying or yep. whatever. The stakes are high, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, you so, know, like, yeah. at that point, I'm like, nah, I don't trust the autosave. But it, if yeah. it's always been autosave, I think I, yeah. I just... Or, like, new Pokemon Snap. You know, like, mm-hmm. I, it's it autosaves. Um, it, it must, and I'm not concerned about it at all. But mm-hmm. also because it's like... Yeah, I think that's a lot of... If there's a character in the in an overworld, I, I want to press the save button. <laughs> um, and that's pretty much it, you know? Like, besides that, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm probably good. Yeah um so yeah this stuff we got I mean, some things skippable cutscenes in skyward sword optional yes. health from phi which apparently is going to be a big deal um 
glad to hear that. Uh, fast forward dialogue, streamlined item info. This is one that I definitely remember hearing about a the lot. Breath that, like, the wild thing. Yeah. Where the like every time you get a blue rupee, it's not like you got a blue rupee. That's worth 10 rupees or rupees. how we keep our economy alive and support yeah. our workers and <laughs> the future of Hyrule. Well, thank you for spending this. Uh, have you heard of socialism? It's where really- <laughs> <laughs> it just like goes into it. Um, I don't know why skippable cutscenes is in here twice, but see what we'll go with scenes again and then enhance frame rate and button layout. I think the number one big question that still remains is, is the handheld thing. Yes. Because right. every Can time they show the button controls, it's handheld. Yep. But like at the same time, I, like, can you use a pro controller is the real yeah, question. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Like, I don't know if they're just doing that to drive home the point that's like, it, hey, if you have a switch light, this is how you probably have to play this game. Because, mm-hmm. like, I mean, you could buy Joy-Con and play it like that. Yeah. Um, but, well, you probably not. You bought a, you bought a switch light. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, like, I don't know if that's what it is. And I think a lot of people are taking it as confirmation. That mm-hmm. like, cause I think we talked about that where it was like, oh, apparently it's like confirmed or whatever, but it's not confirmed. They're just not, they're not confirming anything. Yeah. <laughs> they're just, they're just saying like, there's button controls and then they show a switch light on the screen. Yeah, right. Um, so it could very well be that it's, it's just the way that they're showing it. But like the fact that they haven't shown a pro controller yet anywhere is a little bit like what what's okay. going on, but we'll see. Um, I mean, and that said, you know, probably I can imagine that either of those situations that I probably would just end up using the ones that it's showing. Like if I'm playing docked, it'll, you know, it might be fun enough to do the. Yeah, I'm not like, I know a lot of people are like egregiously against motion controls. I'm fine with good motion controls. Yeah, as long as the motion (laughs) controls work, I am down. I am down. I, I don't, I'm not a fan of waggle motion. I I've said this before, but I remember playing Mario Galaxy 2 and there's one boss, uh, it's like a sand pit thing and you have to shoot fireballs into his mouth. Mm-hmm. And I remember like, <laughs> waggling it and he, and Mario's just standing there like, all right, what, you, what, what should I be do, doing, man? I'm like, please shoot a fireball. I beg of you, shoot a fireball. And it did yeah, not work. It, and it I was just annoyed. needs to, feel, like for me to have fun with it, it needs to feel like well, well incorporated. Yeah um yes like because right. we sports the original we sports is waggle yeah <laughs> um, but it doesn't feel like that it's like yeah. you, don't, you don't have to do all the like freaking extra mm-hmm. tennis stuff but you can and it works <laughs> yep um so like as long as like it feels like what i'm doing has a purpose like mario mm-hmm. galaxy i can i can see that being annoying because it's like a lot of stuff that you do you mm-hmm. could they could have just mapped that to a button and it wouldn't have changed the experience at all yeah but mario like like freaking we tennis wouldn't be we tennis yeah if right it was not motion controls like mm-hmm. it wouldn't be a fun game if it was button controls yeah. <laughs> the reason why it's fun <laughs> is because of the motion yeah. um and I, I feel that way about like Star Fox Zero and like a lot of other games that people like hate Splatoon, mm-hmm. like hate just because of the thought mm-hmm. of like motion. Sign me out. I want to freaking, I want to be a potato on my couch and press the <laughs> A button. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm down for either. I, I can play, I can press buttons or I could do motion. It doesn't matter as long as it works. Yep. So hopefully it does work. We'll find out more about that. Just like we found out more from Nintendo president Furukawa, who's asked some questions by shareholders. And I lied when I said we found out more because we didn't. Yeah, we, we found out absolutely <laughs> we, nothing. Uh, I just think it's funny. We Which, um, like, 
this, it's not surprising at all. But. Yeah, like it's that is the thing. Like it's not surprising, but also he kind of <laughs> like a lot of the times that we hear see them talk about Switch Pro, mm-hmm. they kind of deny it. Like yeah. we have no plans for. I, I did notice that as well, and he didn't do that. He was he like, was just, "I don't know. We're always thinking about. We're always working on stuff, man. We're always working on stuff." Like, yeah. Usually, that's that's uh, part and parcel with we have no plans mm-hmm. in the immediate future, and they don't even really say that. They're like, "We have no plans for this." They yeah. were straight like, and they do it all the time, really. Um, yeah. Like, like, um, with the the new 3ds, mm-hmm. I think it was like maybe a week prior to them having an interview like that with like an IGN or something. They were Uh like, we have no plans to update anything. And then a week later, they're like, 2DS. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, that's, and there were a bunch of those. um, So like, as we go through, one of them that they asked about was Nintendo Switch Online. Furukawa says, our company started the Nintendo Switch Online service, blah, 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 blah. So you, you can play games like Animal Crossing with friends or NES and Super NES games. And uh, blah, blah, blah. Here's how well the service is doing. And that's why we're working to make the Nintendo Switch more fun and convenient by using to use by elevating the appeal of the service, which like implies that they're going to, they're planning on doing stuff to make it better, but like also making quality of life fixes or adding more NES games could fit into that for sure. So like, Mm -hmm. yeah, kind of not saying anything there. Yeah. Also, it's weird that they were like that, he was like as of september or whatever like whatever the last uh hold on wait wait yeah as of september like why didn't they update that <laughs> what mm-hmm. we're almost into this september yeah <laughs> we're right. not even that far away so i, I think that that might have been better for them if they would have been like we're at this many subscribers now yeah that, that is funny um September, it does seem, I mean, like if anything's going to happen with it, it would be September because that's what they're doing. But like, yeah, that's like when it dropped and yeah, when they give so, all the updates for it, apparently. Because again, he said last September, September, yeah, we released this figure. Like, yeah, I mean, maybe there's fewer than that for whatever reason this time because like people aren't playing Animal Crossing as much. I, I highly doubt it. I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's the kind of thing like you set up once and you kind of just forget about it and let it keep mm-hmm. going. So, like, I'd be surprised if anybody was if that many people like unsigned up for it but mm-hmm. um but yeah the the switch pro one where that one go basically where is it um is it number eight yeah why am i we conduct Okay, whatever. Somebody asked about the Switch Pro, and then it says, uh, we conduct Nintendo Direct presentations to give our customers... And they were like, hey, how come there wasn't a Switch Pro at the Nintendo Direct? We thought we were going to be seeing one at E3. That's what everybody said. And they said, we conduct Nintendo Direct presentations to give our customers information about each product at the appropriate time. Our company is focused on continuing to provide the unique Nintendo sense of play, and we will keep realizing that with our hardware and software. So uh, that's so pretty much nothing. Um, mm-hmm. But we believe this will grow the company. In order to do that, our company is always developing hardware, software, and accessories. But I will have to refrain from commenting on any specific products under development. So yeah, that that feels a little bit more of a lean into like maybe <laughs> than ever. So there you go. There's that. That's all the news we have for today. Um, but we've got 
all the other parts of the show. So let's do those yeah, now. Videos. We did. So I made a video on Metroid Dread. Um, we swapped up our days this week. and because we uh, Kazuya. True, indeed. Um, first comment, Marvin Mueller said first. And uh, I pulled this specifically nice. because he said it and somebody was like, no one cares, man. And I was like, I'm going to pull that exactly for that. So Marvin Mueller, I care. Thank you very much I for care commenting. Too. Thank you for being first. <laughs> um, carrying on. The Winged Adventure, uh, Avenger said, if Metroid doesn't sell well on Switch, it'll never sell well. I don't think you're wrong. <laughs> I, yeah, I was going to say, same. Like, pretty pretty much. Yeah, like, this, and I think Nintendo knows that, too. Like, that's why they're like, I mean, and I hope that they're seeing a bunch of franchises this way where it's like, man, just get them out the door. Like, we got to get something for all of these yeah, just to, like, the, see if it's if it's going to ever do well. Like, this is the time. Yeah, the landscape has literally never been better for Metroid yeah. to, to succeed. Yeah. Um, like there's, I, I wouldn't necessarily say that for every franchise. Yeah. Like I probably would have been hesitant to do a ring fit and look at that, <laughs> you know, like yeah. that even did great. Yeah. Um, but like switch seems like it's like the platform of any platforms that Nintendo has ever done, um, yeah. to like be geared to hardcore gamers, like gamers mm -hmm. that have been gaming, you know, um, yeah. because like GameCube was like their last like attempt at that. Mm -hmm. um in earnest where it's like we're mm -hmm. going to do what other guys do we're going to make an impressive box and it has polygons and <laughs> that sort of crap um and it didn't do great there but here there's way more people that own this platform we know that they're super active the attach rate yep. for this thing is crazy yeah so like yeah plus, i mean there's definitely again, metroid has all this like yeah. built up hype and, and word of mouth and mind share that's a huge aspect of it, I, I think, too, where, like, it's just been talked about so much that, like, nobody, when they saw the Metroid announcement, at nobody was like, so what is Metroid? Yeah, what's you know? this? Which, you know, like, which I saw great. more people being like, who's Kazuya? Yeah. <laughs> Whereas, like, what's Metroid? <laughs> in the same presentation, you know, Cruise and Blast was announced, and a lot of people were like, okay, what's, yeah, what's what Cruising? Right. And, like, even though that's, like, at least partially a, a nintendo published property um so like it's coming but it's but people didn't necessarily know what it was which is like yeah. obviously that's fine. i barely you know, knew what it was but then it was like the cruise in the usa and i was like ah oh, yeah sad. that one yeah yeah sad. so i think there's definitely some games where uh, you know not every franchise has the same upper limit of potential metroid mm. i think has always had a, a higher limit of potential than it's reached just for various reasons and then there's other ones like, honestly, I don't know, depending on how they do it, I don't know that a Golden Sun would do that much better. Now It'll do better, for sure. I was about uh, to say, I disagree. <laughs> I mean, but like, I don't think it's just as a JRPG or whatever. I think it will do great for JRPG. So like, probably 3 million, something like that, which is like, for JRPG, that's great. Um, but, you know, that's not like exponentially better than the 1 million that it did on the GBA. I think like it's life for an RPG. On, it, I mean, it's, that's a lot. It, yeah. Like that's a lot, a lot. Yeah. Um, I think that it's kind of the same thing with Metro, like this yeah. game mm -hmm. dread, I think our best, I think best case scenario for this game 
is like six million. Like that would yeah. be an insane number. If this yeah. game, like by the time they hang up switch and swaps mm-hmm. coming out or whatever, right? <laughs> I think if this game is at six million units, that's a huge success. And yeah. we are getting 2D Metroid games for the the next 15 years yeah. until they dry up again, if yep. they dry up again. Um, but Metroid Prime, Prime 4 though? Yeah, Prime yeah. 4 is the game that I think is like, that would be the make or break test of like, yep. can they breath of the wild this? Like, yep. can they take this from a franchise that gamers love, but do they really, you know, like yeah. <laughs> you can talk about, you love it all you want, but like, are you going to spend money mm-hmm. to play this video game? Um, and I, I think that that would be the test. Like if Metroid prime four sells 15 million units, again, we're seeing Metroid games for, yeah. for forever. <laughs> we are never <laughs> not going to see a Metroid yeah. game because they're always going to be chasing that high. Yep. Um, but, and I've got to wonder too, I mean, like, obviously it seems like there's multiplayer in that game too. So like, depending on how well that does, if that becomes, I mean, all, essentially the halo for nintendo platforms like of just like yeah there's a great campaign mode which obviously this would be more campaign versus multiplayer but if it's like this is like i don't even yeah i don't even know if that i mean like i think halo really for a long time maybe not as much now Mm -hmm. um had the reputation that like the single player was the thing. okay yeah yeah interesting like like the multiplayer was popular obviously right yeah um but like most Halo fans that I know, mm-hmm. and I know some huge Halo <laughs> fans, <laughs> like, like that was the reason tall. why they were playing the game. Like yeah. that because of Interesting. the campaign. Okay, and yeah. then like the the multiplayer was the bonus. Yeah. Um, I think that for Metroid, it'll probably be less so, depending mm-hmm. on how good the multiplayer is. I think the closer like comparison would be like a Last of Us, you know, mm-hmm. like an uncharted game where there's yeah. gonna be like, can, assuming that the or maybe doom is good. you know i don't know because I, I think even less than doom okay because i think doom is a lot closer to halo interesting um, where yeah. a lot of people buy doom to play the campaign and then uh, there's a decent except for like with the newest doom um mm-hmm. i think there's a lot less people that spilt over into the multiplayer than mm-hmm. the older games yeah um but i think that there's like a decent amount of people that buy the game for the multiplayer and the the single player but gotcha. more yeah. so the single player i think that for prime most people that will buy this game are going to buy it for the campaign and if the multiplayer is good that's the cherry on top yeah more so than it's like this weird like mm-hmm. it it almost loses what you bought it for right because yeah, like initially yeah. you're like i bought it like hello i bought it mm-hmm. because the single player seemed dope and that was really great mm-hmm. and i love that and then i love the mechanics so much that i played the multiplayer and i love that mm-hmm. and that's why i play it yeah. um that sort of situation yeah Splatoon was kind of like that in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, yeah, that Splatoon would be an interesting comparison because that is, I mean, like first and foremost, multiplayer mm-hmm. game, you know? So yeah, I mean, to answer the original question though, totally, I think, yeah, we both agree very well. Like this is, this is its chance. Yeah, um, 100%. And luckily it's not like, it's not like Metroid Prime 4 is dependent on this existing and doing well. So like, we'll actually, we'll have two chances. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. if either one of them does great and the other one doesn't, then like, you know, we'll I go from there. I think if anything, if anything, I think there's no world where Metroid yeah. Prime 4 doesn't sell more than Dread. I think yeah, there's I agree. absolutely zero, zero yeah. universes where that happens. Because um, even people that buy Dread and are like, oh, never mind, this isn't for me. 
Prime Four is so yeah. different that they'll it, be like, ah, but I'll try. If this anything, one. they're like, gonna be like, yo, the people that said two D games aren't worth sixty dollars are right, <laughs> but luckily we have a three D Metroid, <laughs> exactly. game, a real yeah. Metroid game yeah. coming out. <laughs> yep. Yo, how many people's souls would that shatter if like Metroid Prime becomes the real Metroid game? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I. Honestly, like practically speaking, I wouldn't be too surprised just in terms of like what the general consent, general mm. populace thinks of. Like same, same goes for, you know, Zelda. Like 3D mm. Zelda is Zelda. 2D Zelda was the original Zelda, but like mm. is a, it feels like a spinoff at this point. Yeah, but I think that it, it would be even more devastating. Yeah. Because like 2D, story Metroid, yes. 2D Metroid never really stopped being a thing, you know? Mm -hmm. Whereas like Zelda... 2D Zelda kind of stopped being a thing for a little bit. It was like mm -hmm. Ocarina came out and then like they stopped focusing as much on that. It was kind of like Mario a little bit, except they didn't yeah, do the, right. the new Mario relaunch situation. Uh -huh. uh, but when Metroid Prime came out, they were still doing like, and here's Zero Mission. And here, yeah. you know, like they were still doing like in tandem 2D games mm -hmm. rather than like spacing them out into like this separate thing. Yeah. Um, so, and Prime was build as the spinoff game mm -hmm. you know yeah it's interesting uh 88 leads says this game looks good i really wish i was gaming during the 3ds era i would have loved to play samus returns i guess we won't be seeing that game on switch because dread number one you could still go play that game if you want but i mean at this point i'm definitely going to wait until after dread if i go play yeah, it dude, i'm not playing um, on my 3ds <laughs> or my 3ds charger is and i'm not buying it i'm not buying but it. So, yeah. speaking of that i don't know this is probably more of a q a thing but yeah. i was so bored earlier today and i don't usually get bored but mm -hmm. i was like very bored and i was like yo i think i might want to buy an apple watch because i'm bored and i want to tinker with something and then i was like i'm not going to use this i don't need an apple watch and then i was like wait but it's like 200 dollars right now i could get an apple watch and i didn't do it i didn't do it <laughs> but i was bored i was very what bored a funny time. <laughs> <laughs> how did your brain get to that from this i don't know <laughs> perfect that's this is directly to you everybody this is this is oh, who the we 3DS are thing the 3ds thing because okay. i was like usually yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't have a problem being like i want to play the 3ds so i'm going to buy a charger and blah yeah, blah but right. i don't I, that's how little i want to play my 3ds yeah. i don't want to buy another charger yeah. <laughs> like i mean i am still tempted at to at some point yeah, like you, the should prices, play, you should play the game that yeah. gave you out of the kindness yeah. of their heart and soul. I, mean, I wonder how much at a, um, we've got a place called McKay's around here that's like a used bookstore that also has like lots of video games and stuff like that. Um, and they've got like SNESs, NESs, N64s oftentimes, like, you know, like two or three of them, but like still. Um, but I'm sure they've got some 3DSs that are in decent quality and like, curious what the prices are on that but like i don't feel like spending money on it As, but the real question here do you think uh dread makes samus returns port more or less likely uh mm, less because i feel like if 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 samus returns if that port was going to happen it would have happened mm -hmm. before because mm -hmm. it's kind of like required yeah. playing for dread mm -hmm. you know like yeah it's the second game and this is the fifth game so like right. the fifth game coming out and be like yo play the second game seems kind of yeah weird. um so huh yeah i part of me feels like more but not for a while is kind of the i don't I know if they're just... gonna do it if they're gonna do it they would do it like as part of a series of like yeah here's zero mission remastered mm -hmm. and here's mm -hmm. two and you know like i that. mean there's they have so many just Nintendo in general has so much of a backlog of games 
that they can do something with that. Like at this point, I really don't know. I mean, nobody does obviously, but like they they have a lot of different directions they can go in on how to use those or just literally not, which would suck, but how to use those. But like, what are they going to do? Cause they haven't done anything so far since NES and SNES. Um, and then yeah, 3DS though, like outside of individual game ports, like this one would be yeah, similar no, to Metopia no or whatever. Put, yeah, 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 we're not going to see 3DS games right. in mass, you know, mm-hmm. other than, yeah, I think we, we are going to start seeing a lot more like Metopia mm-hmm. yeah. specific ports, but. Once the, um, the Wii U is on its dying breath, its final one, it's still gasping for air right now. Uh-huh. It's still kind of alive. There's a few games. Yeah, but once they play Chronicles X and got the, Nintendo the Land, Zeldas. It has <laughs> yeah. the Zeldas. Mm-hmm. Um, Star Fox Zero. Star, true. Star Fox That's Zero. pretty much it, you know? Devil's Third. <laughs> no, I was about to say Devil's Third. <laughs> I couldn't remember what it was called. Um, all right, next comment. Exa- Alexander Snow said, bringing a fully-fledged first-party uh, first-person shooter with Metroid Prime 4 to the Switch would do well to round out their customer base. Sure, that's not Nintendo's target demographic, and there are some good first-person shooters on Switch, but if it were good enough to retain customers of that demographic who might not otherwise buy the next console, that could be huge for Nintendo. With Metroidvanias being popular lately, especially on the Switch, I think this would be an easy win for Nintendo, even at $60. It builds hype for, or sorry, I think this will be uh, an easy win for Nintendo, even at $60. It builds hype for Metro Prime 4. It could be huge for them. Yeah, I agree. Yep. Um, and yes, like that's kind of the place that Switch has been in for like since I want to say 2018, mm-hmm. um, 2019, actually. Because yeah. uh, Pokemon was like the last like piece of the puzzle of like mm-hmm. Nintendo mainstays. Like, yeah, once Pokemon was on there, it's like everything that people expect on a Nintendo console mm-hmm. is there. Like, obviously, mm-hmm. Animal Crossing, but I don't think that everybody expected animal crossing animal crossing right. fans obviously but <laughs> that sneeze it happened <laughs> <laughs> it was way longer than 45 minutes i told you <laughs> like freaking, uh, i don't did we t- that was like it was before we were starting before the show. Yeah. i had sneeze before we started recording the show which was like i want to say 10 minutes before we actually like before yeah. <laughs> so add 10 minutes to the counter that's how long i've had to sneeze and it just said no um <laughs> what was i even talking about oh so so i think that like the way that they keep growing is that mm-hmm. they start looking for individual like yeah uh customer base demographics yeah, yeah like okay where where are we lacking we don't have enough mm-hmm. shooters we don't have enough third part of I mean, a third person action games you know like yeah. that sort of situation i think yeah totally that and like i mean some of that obviously is to bring in new customers but i think some of it also is to just like Keep especially within customers active yeah because I, I think there's a you know people that signed up in 2017 for the most part, you know, are still engaged, but there definitely are like, I've had a couple of friends that are like, yeah, I just sold my switch. Like I just, you know, didn't really have anything to be playing on it anymore. Um, like specifically they bought it for breath of the wild. And then they're yeah. just like, wasn't really anything within I, that kind of yeah, wheelhouse. I think that that is the biggest thing, uh, with mm-hmm. that part of the demographic that like bought into switch because of breath mm-hmm. of the wild. It's like, they, saw that and then they like that became an expectation where yeah, it's like right. it needs to be like an event mm-hmm. where like 
no other consoles like that, you know? Yeah, like, right. People buy games that they want to play and they play those. Mm-hmm. And there's, I, I think that us being in this space kind of skews that too, where it's like, I don't think that most people that play games play games in the sense that they're right. always looking for the next game. Mm-hmm. They're like, all right, I got my game. I'm going to play yeah. my game, <laughs> you know? Um, and then when a new thing comes out that looks interesting to them, they're like, I guess I'll buy this. <laughs> and then they buy yeah. that. Yep. Um, I think that that's kind of how the strategy for the switch is like they're moving forward like that. Like they're they're mm-hmm. they're going they're trying to give people their game, mm-hmm. not so much give everybody a bunch of new games, but give as much people as possible their game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that that'll do the the best for them. Play time wise right because like there can be a lot of games that like you're kind of interested in there can be a lot of breath of the wilds in the sense of like it's this game that everybody's going to talk about and blah blah blah. but not everybody's parker right so like not everybody (laughs) loves breath of the wild as much as you did Mm -hmm. like there's a lot of people that put 40 hours into breath of the wild and they had their time Mm -hmm. with that and that's cool um but what's interesting is i see some of them come back more often later to like dip their toes back in like i i Mm -hmm. saw my friend chris um online playing breath of the wild the other day and i was like oh that's funny because like he beat you know he beat the game right but he's got tons more to do that he didn't do the first time around whereas like yeah that wasn't the case for me (laughs) Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. yeah um, i mean i there's still a lot of a lot that i need to do and can't mm -hmm. do breath of the wild but i play 250 hours yeah right exactly no it's um but yeah like i i think that that is just like generally uh, uh a more like effective way to go about filling out your user base is yeah. by giving everybody the game that they want to spend mm-hmm. countless hours in yep. not just a game that they want to get lost in once and then they're like man i really love that experience that was yep. cool i think my switch the now. tricky <laughs> thing honestly is like uh, i think there's a lot of games on platforms that uh, i mean you know there's a lot of games on the switch that, like if you like this game you will like this other game mm-hmm. but um just a lot of times I think people are the willingness to like dip their toes into certain things. Like I remember the first time, um, the first time my friend Nate played, uh, an indie game at all. Or the first time I played an indie game, like I picked up golf story because I was like, I don't know, this seems like it could be fun. I was like, Oh, cool. Like indie games, that's a thing. And then that mm-hmm. just like opens the whole, you know, this whole world of like, this is indie games and what they're like mm-hmm. and what we can be playing. So I think that's a, a challenge that Nintendo has is like, how can you get people who are only interested in this one thing that they, when they think of video games, they think of, you know, this one sort of thing. How can you get them to be able to expand their horizons just right. a little bit to see like, oh, there's a lot of other games that yeah. scratch that same there, Yeah, there are definitely games that scratch that itch of Breath yeah. of the Wild. They're not yeah. as like deep in all of the ways that Breath of the Wild mm-hmm. is, but. And it's not even just like, oh, you like Breath of the Wild? You'll like Skyrim because like, mm-hmm. honestly, Probably not as true mm-hmm. as yeah. some people would think. You yeah, know? no, I like Breath of the Wild. <laughs> I don't care about Skyrim. I'm good yeah. on that. <laughs> on the other hand, you like Breath of the Wild, you will like a short hike. It's a mm-hmm. you know three hour long game, but it's great. And like mm-hmm. it's it scratches some of the same itches as that. You know, like so there's there's more stuff like that that's just like gonna they're not gonna be, but like I, yeah, I mean Nintendo legitimately could do well to try to uh, yeah get people to expand their horizons in those ways. Um, Continuing on, Retrofraction said, I think the Breath of the Wild 2 will be fun, but I wouldn't get surprised if it gets overshadowed by a rare release of a new Metroid game. 
I don't and know I, about that one, Chief. I don't know yeah. about overshadowed. <laughs> I don't like. Yes. Again, for specific people, sure. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Um, because there's going to be people that are like, like Bob, Metroid Prime Four. If that game's sick and that's like a a, a Breath of the Wild level game and that's how yeah. deep it is, yeah. he's one thousand percent going mm-hmm. to like Metroid Prime Four more than he likes Breath of the Wild because yeah. that's just his style. Yeah. That's his thing, you know, and. I'd say it's more my thing too, honestly. Because mm-hmm. um, I don't really like high fantasy and all that stuff. I like the systems of Breath of the Wild. Um, I, like I like that. <laughs> yeah, you do. You do like high fantasy. You like it a lot. Um, but I do not. Um, so like yeah. if mm-hmm. if if Metro Prime is deep like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that a that's going to happen mm-hmm. b i don't think that there's enough people that feel that way where mm-hmm. they're playing one and not the other because like even me if i like metro prime 4 more than i like breath of the wild 2 again i doubt it mm-hmm. um but if that's the case i'm not not going to play breath of the wild 2 <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know? right like, and i mean also their the releases are probably going to be pretty far apart sp- far apart yeah. i would guess yep. yeah and to be perfectly honest you know it also depends on it, it like if we're talking specifically Metro Prime 4 and like when this is a rare release of a new Metroid game, I don't know if we're talking about the fact that this is a Metroid Dread video. So we're actually talking about Metroid Dread because like I in the intro, I mentioned that like of Breath of the Wild 2 and Metroid Dread, this is the one that people are talking about more mm-hmm. after the thing. But like it's right. And that's it's not because, man, it's, yeah, and that's yeah, not exactly. because like metroid is the more exciting game yeah. or what? we just because know we more about, about it breath it's coming the around already. the corner yeah, yeah like if breath of the wild if they announced that breath of the wild was coming out this year yeah i don't know if that would still be the case i think yeah. people would still be talking about breath of the wild too more yeah. than Dread, honestly but i mean like i there's an extent to which i could if we're talking specifically metro prime 4 and breath of the wild 2 and they come out you know sometime around each other or whatever and breath and metro prime 4 really is everything it is and breath of the wild 2 doesn't diverge as much as mm. it obviously seems like it will then I could actually see a case being made for that, that like people end up talking about one more than the other, but mm-hmm. that's, that's a lot of ifs it's, that I don't yeah. think are actually going to be the case, but yeah, I, you know, whatever you can make a case for it. Um, last comment from my video and then we'll move on to yours is Moogie said every 3ds game, or at the very least every Nintendo published 3ds game since 2017 should have released for both the 3DS and the Switch, in my opinion. Also, on the topic of price, I understand where people come from about being hesitant to pay full price for a 2D game. People were definitely questioning Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze and New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe, especially since those were just ports. 2D games... Yeah, I think that that's why. Not because they're 2D, but because they were ports. Which is also stupid if you never played it before. (laughs) Yeah, right. Um, 2D games just don't take as many resources and time as full 3D games, but this is Nintendo. They know their market, and they know most nintendo fans will pay full price and even more for anything regardless of quality shady business practices good will or lack thereof etc i think metro dread looks like it deserves the full 60 but i completely understand why some don't um again yeah no that's not necessarily true there are definitely 2d games that have taken a lot more time and effort than 3d games mm-hmm. and vice versa it's a, like one's not inherently more hard to develop than the other mm-hmm. unless they do the bare minimum of mm-hmm. one way the like it, it's it's like this converging point where it's like the easiest possible version of the two yes mm-hmm. sure 2d yeah. is probably easier to do than the easiest version of a 3d game yeah but they meet in the middle somewhere and then they like they can uh-huh. be higher or lower i mean there's something to be said too for like 
I can make um, in Tony Hawk Pro Skater one and two HD remaster, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, I can make a skate park that's in there and it has, you know, it's a 3D environment and stuff like that. And I can just kind of put some things there and some things can happen and it's more up to my player agency of making that be fun or whatever. Right. Um, whereas like in 2D games, maybe actually like the practice of like putting the things in their places doesn't take as long or something, you know, it yeah. all depends on tooling and things, but like you but definitely have to think be fun. And yes. Challenging. There's like generally between a good 2d game and a good 3d game, like breath of the wild has plenty of areas where like, I mean, there's gobs of stuff, but there's also areas where it's like, and here we have field for a little bit and there's some rocks and we're going to play some rocks, but like, it doesn't really matter where they are. We're just going to put some rocks in some places. Cause we're going to put them there. Whereas in a 2d game, like, truly everything should be thought out pretty specifically of where everything is because it influences right the, the whole also, experience metroid dread is a 3d game it is yeah <laughs> it was developed in 3d it's just the perspective is in 2d which yeah. adds another level of complexity to the development because then uh -huh. you gotta be like all right i forgot to make sure the z-axis doesn't interfere <laughs> when we don't want it to hello uh -huh. smash brothers how you doing z-axis um like the the, the z-axis in a game that's perspective is 2d in a 3d game is not mm -hmm. an easy thing to do mm -hmm. um so yeah i think that like that argument shows and not necessary i'm not you know, like this isn't necessary uh like directed at muji or moogie mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, let us know how to say that um <laughs> specifically but i think that that's like a general thought process that is like off base and kind of mm -hmm. uh it, it doesn't it it lacks understanding of how game development works mm -hmm. um because it's not a one-size-fits-all I pressed the 3D button, so therefore I have to yeah. solve for more things than if I pressed the 2D button. <laughs> yeah. I mean, thinking pretty specifically, ukulele, um, ukulele versus ukulele in the impossible layer, one's 3D and one's 2D. And like, I would definitely personally pay more for ukulele for in the impossible layer, the 2D one, because it's better designed yeah. and, you know, it's, it's just more thought out. So like, and, yeah. and better thought out from the perspective of what works now. Yeah, right. Because the problem with ukulele, again, the original mm -hmm. game, isn't that it's 3D. It wasn't mm -hmm. harder for them to develop because right. it was 3D. It's because yeah. they were trying to make an N64 game work mm -hmm. in freaking 2017. Well, that and also just thinking about what makes 3D platforming fun and mm -hmm. that like there, there were tons of, you know, you have a double jump and I, I'm fine certain aspects of double jumps can be good, especially in like Celeste when that's done well, where it's like, and now we're adding a double jump to it, which means you're going to have to do this or that or the other. Um, but in ukulele, it was literally like every platform that you had to jump to, you had to double jump there. Like there wasn't, there, there was just no point in having, having it because it was just jump, like, yeah. that's the reg, that's how you have that's to jump default, to places. Yeah. So it was like, there were a lot of things where you can put things haphazardly and just hope that it works out. Um, whereas, because like, oh, well, if you can't jump up here, you'll just have to go around it and you'll do something else. Whereas in a 2D game, like you just, you have to play through a specific section. And if somebody can't get up there, they can't get up there. There's no, no two ways around it at that point. You just have to do it. So, yeah, I mean, I think um, in general, you know, uh, the first bit though, it, it is, yeah, should, should 3DS games have come out on both um, 
<laughs> I think it depends on the game. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. that there's there's certain games that were thrown on the 3DS towards the tail end of 3DS that if they were putting on the Switch, they would have been bad for those games. Yeah. Um, whereas they the were Luigi's Mansion ports, because it was like, for example, yeah, like stuff like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was like those games were sick because they're on 3DS. Yes. Right. It's like, man, I'm playing Luigi's Mansion on 3DS, <laughs> but mm-hmm. on Switch, it feels it would have felt like. Yeah. yeah. But any like. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I could see like Ever Oasis, like that coming out, or yeah. uh, or the Metroid. Yeah, right, exactly. So that yeah. for sure should have. Um, so yeah, all right, that's it for my video. Now we got some comments from your video. True, I made a video about Smash and Kazuya, and the, I knew I was going to get this comment. I knew I was going to get this comment. Um, <laughs> this first comment, and there's a couple of iterations of this comment, but I only pulled one. I think nice. I think somebody like touched on this in another comment that i pulled but mm-hmm. i pulled it so i can address it there you go the um make for addressing comments <laughs> indeed uh cure saul said okay but is should what i think um, he meant it should because i said it doesn't have to end in 2021 gotcha yeah okay but it but it should sakurai needs a break and work on other games smash ultimate has been around for almost three years so i think it's time for it to end Okay, I responded to this comment in a plain and simple way, and I'm going to do a version of that plain and simple response. <laughs> First of all, no. <laughs> uh, second of all, just because Sakurai needs or wants or whatever a break and wants to work on different games does not mean that Smash Brothers has to be affected at all. Like, mm-hmm. at all. Because Sakurai is not the only person that works on Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, <laughs> there, there are hundreds of people yeah. that work on this video game. And I guarantee you that there are at le- there's at least 20 people that work at Bandai Namco and or Nintendo proper mm-hmm. that understand the game to the same degree that Sakurai does and can contribute the same sorts of ideas, if not new and fresh ideas that would make the game feel even better um, mm-hmm. than he does. Like Sakurai is great. Love Sakurai. Makes good games. Some of my favorite games, in fact. But... <laughs> I think the auteur worship across the board in every medium, period, it's bad for everybody. It is bad. I mean, we fans. shouldn't have a petition to not get Kojima to work with uh, yeah, no, Microsoft. We shouldn't. We shouldn't. <laughs> it was a um, hundred people petition. Like, it's, it's, that's, that was so dumb. Funny. It's so dumb. It's damaging to everybody. It's not yeah. good for Sakurai because he has all this pressure because mm-hmm. people feel like if he left that the game would die and he doesn't yeah. want the game to die he loves mm-hmm. smash brothers but at the same time he doesn't want to work on it anymore so ironically <laughs> ironically these people that are like give sakurai a break let them uh make smash brothers later and blah blah, blah they're the ones putting the pressure on him because i'm not <laughs> saying sakurai needs to do any of this i want mm-hmm. sakurai to freaking make uh kid uh freaking um yeah ice climbers downfall or whatever dude like, <laughs> i want him to make something else mm-hmm. but that doesn't necessarily mean that smash brothers has to go anywhere anyway i mean either but also he said uh smash brothers is around what around for, for almost, almost three, years. three years that doesn't matter it's a, it's a long evergreen title they're mm-hmm. always talking about supporting their games for a long time it's a competitive game mm-hmm. it is even for nintendo I know there's a lot of people that do the way it's intended to be played and blah blah blah, yeah. which is like always ironic because it always comes from people that don't actually play the video game uh-huh. that are like, I want to play Smash the way it was meant to be played, but you never play it. So yeah, like, right. You... And it's also anyway. funny because like, in, in, if you see Sakurai playing, like to show how things are on, 
like i mean obviously it's tutorially at that point but like mm-hmm. he's oh, items are off it's on uh, an alpha stage and like mm-hmm. which is yep yeah um but but yeah like it's a competitive game competitive games have long tails you know what season dragon ball fighters is on <laughs> that's on yeah. volume three you know like yeah. it, it's, it's not unheard of for game overwatch freaking overwatch yeah. Fortnite is on season two volume mm-hmm. seven or whatever you know yeah. like these games persist you know like supporting a game is not this crazy request I'm not mm-hmm. asking them to shackle Sakurai to a desk. <laughs> I want them to be like, Sakurai, go and do what you want, but yeah. we are going to continue to support the video game for both like recurring players, mm-hmm. people that are lapsed, and people that might want to play in the future. Because yeah. who knows? Maybe they continue to support the game, and then they freaking put Isaac in, in the game, and then you become Evo champion 2027. Who knows? Oh, <laughs> you know. 100%. But that only happens if they continue to support the game. Yeah. It's a win-win for all fans if they continue to support the game. It doesn't matter if you actively play the game now or not. It's mm-hmm. a good thing. It's true. Uh, Soul2004 said, I personally would like Sakurai to retire from Smash and let somebody else take over development for Fighters Pass 3 and alternate costumes and other cool stuff. IDK, IDK. I agree. Agreed. Entirely. And I said that in the video even. where I'm like, yep. Every time I make one of these videos where I'm like, yo, this would be cool. Mm-hmm. And this is why Sakurai doesn't have to do any of it. You know, like I always <laughs> make it a point to, yeah. to, to say that because I truly believe Sakurai is not this like, su- like imperative element to the video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he contributed a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Mario, you know, Zelda. So I do many, know Mario and Zelda. So many Nintendo franchises that started with mm-hmm. a certain person at the helm, no longer have them at the helm anymore. Yeah. Uh, there, there's a lot of people who are like, oh, Miyamoto, blah, 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 something about Mar- Mario. Mm-hmm. The, Miyamoto hasn't worked on a Mario game in a decade. Yeah. And Mario's still great. <laughs> it turns I mean, out, still good. That's the thing with like, uh, with the auteur uh, stuff is like, if, um, say Sakurai doesn't leave Smash until or like say they have a volume of fighters past three and then he sticks around for it uh and then all the fighters are you know great or whatever um and then they make a new game he's not on that game anymore any changes people will be like well that wouldn't have been if sakurai were here that kind of a thing where it's like no there was stuff in smash ultimate at first that people had to get used to people didn't like the launch feel at mm-hmm. the beginning they were like this is sucks and now it's like it feels weird to go to any other game <laughs> pretty much that's why like if they like, i mean when they do because they're going to yeah. do it sakurai eventually is going to stop this whole thing where he's like i don't know man Mr. this might Smash. be my last one yeah, and yeah. ironically ironically he started this game being like i always say it's going to be my last game but realistically i always say that <laughs> so probably <laughs> probably not i'll probably be making this game until i die yeah. um like but if that's the case and he does eventually stop they need to do it in the same way that Pokemon's done it, the same way that Zelda's done it, yeah. the same way that Kirby did it, where it's not this loud thing. It just happened. Yeah. It just eventually, he just stopped. Mm-hmm. And like the last game he like um, that he worked on, he let his second in command or whatever yeah. group of people make more decisions than they did prior. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, they know what it feels like to make a decision that people don't like and then have to change that or whatever yeah. the case may be. And then the game just remains good. <laughs> yeah. 
continuing on that line of thought, Moogie says, Sakurai needs to get off of Smash. He's done enough. And then thank you, Hans. I'd much rather him move on to either retire or make a new game. Smash is already good enough for me, but if they do decide to update or make the game more, please let someone else take Sakurai's place. As far as future updates and the final fighter, I don't know, right? Or I don't really care at this point who gets in, but I definitely want more character alts. Everyone should have 16 alts like little mac in smash 4 and please fix the delay of characters appearing on the character select screen and the online yes please that's very stupid um you ever like cycle through your character alts and it like doesn't load and like yes. it's just a the many screen. times i've played online the one it's, time it's very it's very stupid <laughs> i believe it, though. um but also like the the hold on wait let me go back it's fine uh that's the other thing like i'm happy with how smash is like smash is fine me wanting them to continue to work on the game doesn't it's not from a place of like this game sucks and i want it to be good it's like mm -hmm. i like this game and i want to continue to play it and have it be vibrant and interesting so it it should be different not necessarily better like you know yeah, like right. that that that's it's not coming from a place of like uh uh I, I don't know like I, it's not I don't need fulfillment or anything right. like that I, yeah I, I don't I don't feel like that is where the game's at or or needs to be where it's like it has to be finished because mm -hmm. that's not the type of game it is it's not Zelda yeah it's a multiplayer game that people play online actively all the time mm -hmm. with events and stuff like that so it should be a living document yeah agreed um m 567 DK said, I do not care for the new Smash content as my own personal expectations for this game were not met. I have to say that the only way to at least please everyone who had expectation characters for this version of the series and they did not get in the get in in the end i think it's best if they did a pack for echo characters for characters like dixie kong and shadow the hedgehog and more me costume especially from certain third-party games with gaming histories like ninja gaiden and doom and yes including sora from kingdom hearts that is the only way i think the game can survive and at least make more people a bit happy i also disagree with this yeah where it's like the game's gonna be fine yeah the game is like yeah yeah for sure thousands of people enter tournaments for this video game yeah. and pay hundreds to thousands of dollars a year to compete in this video game like the mm -hmm. game is going to live just like smash 4 did before it just like smash brawl did before it just like melee did and continues to do you mm -hmm. know like people love smash brothers it mm -hmm. can easily and that, that that's a big part of why i want them to like support this game more me and bob talk about this all the time where it's like smash could easily be the biggest esport in the world no problem mm -hmm. for free for free they have so many franchises that so many people love that if yeah. they made the game of smash brothers more conducive to esports mm -hmm. it could dominate so easily yeah. so easily because <laughs> the, the the appeal for most people for esports is they look at that just like sports just like regular sports either i used to do that that looks super impressive because I know how yeah, hard right. it is to get a, a touchdown. You know, I, I know mm -hmm. how hard it is to get a half court shot. <laughs> the <laughs> fact that that dude did it is super cool. You know, like yeah. Smash Brothers is a version of that. It's like, oh man, he did a back air into a forward smash and killed him at 40. That's impossible. <laughs> I never killed anybody at 40, you know, like yeah. it, it's like that sort of situation. Um, so if they like kept working at it and did more to show people that potential, the fact that that's a thing that you can do, I mm -hmm. think that that would help the game across the board and it would 
even make it better for casuals because mm-hmm. I play the game casually a decent amount. There's a lot of people that I know that do not know how to play the video game. So mm-hmm. I do the yeah. whole items on playing random characters situation yeah. and that's fun too. Mm-hmm. But when I play with those people and they see that, like, even when I'm playing like that, there's certain things that still, you know, seep in. I'm still doing like wave landing and I'm still like doing like more advanced. I'm doing reverse aerial rushes and like Mm -hmm. all this more advanced tech that they're like, oh, shoot, how did you do that? (laughs) And then that makes them better and want to play the competitive rule set. And then, you know, like, like the snake eats its tail. Yeah. I mean, I think the other thing with this comment that is a bit misaligned is just that um, that the new characters aren't, they're kind of to bring new fans. It's kind of for Sora fans to be interested in Smash, kind of. But I think more often than not, it's for Smash fans who ideally happen to love Sora or whatever, you know, and like it's Sakurai isn't he's not like please come play my game he's like hey thanks for playing my game he's a character i think is cool so like i i think we as as fans like i can't be that sad if no characters like no new characters that i'd really love got into smash because i don't play smash that much so it's like i'm you know that would be like (laughs) some i don't know going to burger king and being like but i wanted pizza why don't you guys have pizza for me (laughs) you know it's like well we make burgers we make as good burgers as we can for you Mm -hmm. please and i I mean i think it's somewhere in the middle yeah honestly because like i talk about it a lot where it's like i probably wouldn't play smash ultimate nearly as much as i do if pokemon Mm -hmm. trainer wasn't in the game Mm -hmm. that is why i love smash brothers as much as i do because of Pokemon Trainer. Mm-hmm. And I think you like Smash enough, like, and are good enough at Smash, that mm-hmm. if there was a character that you like enough and are good enough at playing and that like their play style gels with you, mm-hmm. you would get the bug. You might not get it as hard, <laughs> but you right. would want to play the game a lot more than you do. I guarantee it. Yeah. Um, but I do also agree that it's like you're not gonna like win over people that's like, man, I'm a I'm a Soul Caliber fan and I only yeah. play Soul Caliber. If you put freaking uh the Yoshi Mitsu from Soul Calibur uh-huh. slash Tekken. Yeah. Um, and I don't know why he's in both. But uh-huh. anyway, if you put freaking Yoshi Mitsu, I don't know if it's the same Yoshi Mitsu. So like the people in comments. I think it like, is, you know, but I could be wrong. Um, it, it, them putting him in games not automatically going to like eat that feud for them. They're still going to freaking hate Smash, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but the people that love both are going to love it even more. Yep. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean those things uh last comment from your video magnus 87 said i hope that when all the dlcs are available they'll release a full version in physical form hashtag smash bros 5 definitive edition i agree yep sakura i'd be mad at you for calling the smash bros 5 though <laughs> um actually sakura <laughs> but technically sakura says the smash bros 6 which is dumb because of 3ds and 4 being separate uh-huh because they have different content i mean the they do different. have different content but like mm-hmm yeah the modes are different the the engine is basically the same though yeah they still operate the same i mean that would to to some degree that feels like calling like kirby epic yarn and kirby epic yarn devilish mode on 3ds two separate games like Mm -hmm. no <laughs> like yeah. I mean, and I, I mean, they are separate I, games, but it. it's not like a sequel, you know. Exactly. Yeah, like, it's not. It's a, more. It's more like four point the definitive <laughs> edition of the game yeah. that you have on other things. You know? Yeah. Um. But, yeah. But yeah, Smash is cool. I I I think that uh, it annoys me that and people do this a lot. 
across the board like this this dismissive attitude of like and usually a lot of times it comes from a place of like i'm bad at this game so therefore i don't want to spend more time playing this game and Mm -hmm. i want to like like take pot shots at people that do like playing this game so they say stuff like Mm -hmm. this like i personally don't care i personally am done with smash so i personally (laughs) you know like that sort of stuff of like i don't uh, okay (laughs) like did i ask that part (laughs) if you're done with smash then you don't need to ask for anything else. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think like, I mean, it's the same kind of thing with Animal Crossing of like, they could make more things to, if it was a choice between making more things that would bring people back to Animal Crossing that like are going to- things that would make the people that currently are playing. Exactly. Like I would prefer as somebody who would be in the first camp that Mm -hmm. they appeal to the people in the second camp of like, I care that they make- seven happy because they because they like playing because they still play animal crossing (laughs) so like supplement that activity those things can be one and the same but for a game that has a vibrant active user base a game like smash that has Mm -hmm. 20 million players and millions of people that still actively play the game Mm -hmm. um you should probably prioritize the millions of people that actually play the game exactly (laughs) Cause you already got it. All you're going to get from the people that bought it, played it for mm-hmm. a few hours and stopped. You got their $60. That's all they're spending. Yep. But there's still at least a good 8 million people that will give you more money to continue <laughs> to play the video games. Yeah. Um, and that's it from our videos and from the news. The last bit is Q and a, um, and we've got a bunch of them this time. So we'll see how this goes. Uh, first thing I did a YouTube community post to ask which games, which switch games you're most excited for this holiday um out of 219 people i gave i put five answers and then told people to comment anything else because there's more than five options as it were which is great uh 62 said metroid dread 14 skyward sword hd six percent advanced wars reboot camp three percent warrior get it together and 15 percent pokemon brilliant diamond and shining pearl Nice. Um, I am curious if I put some of these, like there's uh, several people said Mario Party Superstars. So like, I wonder if that would have gotten more than Mario. Probably that would have gotten more than yeah, probably. on there. So I don't know. We'll see. Spaceman Spiff, which always love the reference every time, um, said at the moment, Metroid Dread is at 100%. I can't imagine it'll deviate very far with more votes. <laughs> I'm guessing he was the first vote. <laughs> so good job um the nintendo explorer said advanced wars reboot not only do i love the series but i'm hopeful it will do well uh i'm i'm hopeful it doing well will lead to more advanced wars and reboots of other dead franchises same i agree just for that reason i'm probably gonna buy it yep who knows if i'll play it i mean i'll probably (laughs) play it at least once on stream to be like do i hate or like this game uh-huh um, but beyond that i can't remember did they show if there's like a a multiplayer mode like a uv me kind of thing um i don't think i'll they, pick it up i don't so think like, they like specifically talked about it i didn't watch enough of the i watched probably 10 minutes of the treehouse and they didn't talk about it oh movie. yeah i didn't watch the treehouse at all i don't know i watched um, some of the dread stuff for the treehouse the, the mm, yeah me too a little bit uh sponger off on a one-winged beach which <laughs> i'm guessing that's a sephiroth reference said i have so many games that i decided to hold off buying switch ports hopefully i can get my hands on mario party superstars nice uh it kind of feels like a weird because <laughs> <laughs> mario party superstars kind of switch for it a little bit a little bit a little bit of a switch port 
but here's this other uh continuing on talking about mario party superstars too tnt big show said okay so many people on mario party superstars are complaining about there only being five boards besides the first one mario party two and three only had five boards you had to unlock the last one the majority of mario party games only have six boards so my question is why are so many people crying over five boards one less board is not going to ruin the game i think that people complaining about the five boards are not the same people that play mario party Mm. I think they're the people that like the idea of Mario Party, mm-hmm. um, but wanted to be like the games that they play on other platforms. Because like mm-hmm. games now, like yeah. many things, are about excess. It's like Smash, yeah. everyone's here, you know, 106 boards or levels or whatever, mm-hmm. 82 characters or whatever the F. Like, so seeing a game yeah. that costs the same price and it's like, it's five boards. Mm-hmm. People thinking those like hard numbers and they're not thinking I'm going to play every one of those boards. Assuming I like the game. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to play right. all five of those boards for 30 hours each. <laughs> you know, like, And that like it's, with it's, a standard board game, you have one, one. board in the game yeah. of life. <laughs> and it's like, you know, um, yeah. I mean, I, I wonder if, if uh, Super Mario Party plays into it at all, like kind of some... Uh, uh what's ptsd i was like sptd ptsd with that you know quote unquote of like feeling like oh spread too thin or something mm-hmm. um i wonder if some of that but probably not too much i think a lot of it the most realistic i could imagine is that like since they're remaking boards they didn't have to go through the work to come up with the board so like there should be more past that but i think it really does go back to the whole like yeah it's it's about it's about the mini games it's about the time with your friends um and that like and i'd imagine the boards will facilitate that but like honestly there's some degree to which like too many different boards having too many different mechanics could kind of like overcomplicate things at after the end where it's like all right for there's 10 different boards we're going to learn the new nuances of these boards instead of like getting good at these boards and like using them against each other like there's the boards themselves have are gamified you know there's the space one has uh the like spaceships of the thwomps that'll like come and like move you off the board and stuff like that so like learning those boards well to be able to play with them like it's probably kind of a thing mm-hmm. so yeah i think it probably won't be that big of a deal i think what you said is a really good point i i mean i i get people being like five five's not a lot but i think it's you know probably not going to be yeah that big of a deal yeah, I, don't think, I don't think it matters that much yeah weston meyer shin megami tensei five there you go. Nice. I almost put that one on the list, but WarioWare took its spot. <laughs> um, Ian Pittman said, Nintendo, but how's Ratchet and Clank? I ain't get a PlayStation yet. I I talked about how I get my brother money to buy a PlayStation, right? No. Um, my brother, he called me. He was like, yo, my friend is selling his PlayStation. Can you let me borrow $375? I was like, all right, sure. <laughs> so I'm probably going to steal his PlayStation for like two weeks. Nice. Play through Ratchet and Clank and not think about PlayStation until Horizon comes Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, from what I heard from other people, it's like it's a good game, but like maybe a little forgettable, but like, you know, a fun time. PlayStation game. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so, you know, that that is what it is. Um, Trevor Steinberg, hey, Trev, said, now that we have a new Smash Fighter, let's start speculating about the next one. I loved AJ's mention of Spyro, but realistically, do you think it'll be an existing Nintendo character to round it out or rather uh, rather than from another company? I think the the most 
likely thing is that it's a Nintendo character and everybody's going to be pissed. Oh, um, I totally agree. Yeah. Except for me. But again, like, that's the thing. I want it to be a Nintendo character. I'd yeah. much rather it be a Zelda or a Pokemon than mm-hmm. anything else. Literally yeah. anything else. <laughs> um, but I think the only thing that would be hype for everybody is if it's a third-party character or everybody, as much right. people as possible, is if it's yeah. a third-party character and it's like somebody like Crash Bandicoot mm-hmm. or Sora. Yeah. Um, super iconic rounds out the whole thing like yeah and it's like it's another one of those moments that like a lot of the dlc that like broke the internet Mm -hmm. is like stuff that you know it broke a smash bros rule you know Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. oh my god there's a microsoft character in smash (laughs) brothers oh my god there's a western indie game character in smash brothers oh my god there's a playstation rpg character in you know like that sort of situation (laughs) right um so like the 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 cherry on top the the happy ending for everybody would be a third party that breaks some sort of barrier um but the hypest best possible scenario for me is a pokemon trainer just give me another i mean the reality is even though they announced a second pass so it you know kind of softened the blow byleth ended the first pack so like you know it's it it wouldn't be unprecedented for them Mm -hmm. to just be like all right and here's uh the last one we think he's cool you know Mm -hmm. like it's just like (laughs) they you know put in a with andy from advanced wars or whatever like okay cool that's unique but um yeah i feel like first party character seems it, it depends what they're going for you know like are they trying to round it out and show like and here and see all this this was nintendo plus like yeah like are they trying to make a statement or is it like a a marketing like we want to sell more copies of pokemon Mm -hmm. brilliant diamond here's the gen 4 trainer (laughs) you know like yeah because they i mean you know i'm sure they decided all all six of this pack at the same time so like if they wanted they decided all Mm -hmm. six when they greenlit who do you think was the biggest of of this pass um what do you mean like the 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 sephiroth the, probably like the hypest mm-hmm. like the yeah mm, probably i mean i think like the biggest most impactful like biggest deal for the video game is steve oh yeah um, yeah mm-hmm. but i think like the the best rounded like somebody that was hype across the board for people that actively play the game mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. also the like it broke the internet sort of situation probably mm-hmm. yeah sephiroth Sephiroth. Um, okay because sephiroth is like a cool character that like nobody expect literally nobody expected for better yeah. or worse um and he's fun to play mm-hmm. he doesn't feel cheesy you know mm-hmm. like kills with and against him feel earned mm-hmm. you know yeah um whereas like steve he was hype <laughs> i'm glad he's in the yeah. game but yeah. he feels nasty to fight like yeah i mean he he's the kind of fighter that i'd probably end up playing as a decent amount where like I always thought it was fun to play as Olimar or like just silly characters with like mm-hmm. more RNG kinds of stuff. Like I'm not going to buy DLC to do that, mm-hmm. but um, that's just, you know, the kind of thing that I. Oh yeah. Of. And I didn't really talk about Kazuya here, but yeah, yeah. Kazuya is like, I'm glad he's not, I mean, I think he's good. Like I think mm-hmm. all the DLC, except for maybe Steve, um, yeah. <laughs> all the DLC characters are good. Mm-hmm. Um, in the second pass, the first pass, there's a few, a few bad yeah. characters and um but like 
I'm just glad he's not as good as I thought he would be. Like just yeah. looking at his tools and maybe he will be with somebody that's like a god with this character. Mm-hmm. And they like put the time in to like uh, know all the combos, like the back of their hand and be like, mm-hmm. oh, I need to do this here in this situation. Um, but it, it, you just got to camp him. <laughs> like literally <laughs> just like, as long as your character has more range than he does, which is not that hard. Cause he punches yeah. you and that's right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you're <laser>. good. <laughs> <laughs> and kicks he kicks too and the laser okay. too but the laser like that was like the thing um when me and lee were watching it, he's like oh but he has the laser maybe you can't camp him out i will take that laser i don't care i'm gonna throw my leaf at you uh-huh. you're gonna shoot me with the laser and then what i'm gonna hit you with another leaf and then what <laughs> you know does like, he only have the laser once per like recharge does it is it like um, um rob's so laser or something if he's in the air he can only do it once okay. um if he's on the ground he can do it multiple times but it has a long startup so oh, like gotcha. somebody's probably going to be able to punish you for doing it before yeah. you can like before you can follow so it's up. good to like get one out at the beginning but then do other stuff and come yeah. back to it every once exactly in a while. it's a mix-up tool it's not a good thing to like try to combat his mm-hmm. like getting camp the yep. thing that you it's like warrior's fart or something like yeah, yeah kind of <laughs> um but he does he has other tools that he can like he mm-hmm. uh i think it's his what is it his freaking he like his dash and then he presses forward tilt i think um that can reflect projectiles and then mm, he has his dash he has like this uh crouch dash that mm-hmm. he can do that can go through hitboxes like it gives him armor on like the top half of his body yeah um but as somebody that understands how that input works and what you can do after that like if you're running at me with that i'm just going to grab you yeah. if you reflect my hitbox i don't care <laughs> so, like it's not going to hurt me especially if i'm ivy yeah. sore like you're going to reflect that hitbox i'm going to get hit with a leaf and take eight damage mm-hmm. whoop-de-doo <laughs> you know like <laughs> i'm just camping kazuya and i'm happy that they they let me do that yeah. <laughs> like because yeah. I would hate them if you couldn't. <laughs> so, I mean, to answer the question, I think a Nintendo character. But yeah, I mean, if they're trying, if they're going for hype, then third party, like mm-hmm. like AJ said. Uh, Nico said, gotta say, Mario Party Superstars. All right, good stuff. Um, Broken Fiction, hello, Broken Fiction, said, oh, wow. uh, Dread for sure, but Shin Megami Tensei Five is not so close second. Not to say it and the other games won't be great, but Metroid is just, flipping metroid you know the <laughs> metroid in metroidvania how could people not be excited for that true that's i mean true. i don't really care too much about metroidvania so yeah, like true. that's not really the reason <laughs> why i care about this game it's more so like the the ip side of it mm-hmm. the like the potential yeah. for growth within a game that could fill a a, a a pocket in the industry that nintendo's not currently filling mm-hmm. um but like the genres the the they're like this specific I don't even know micro genre yeah. um, of Metroidvania is like the least interesting part of it to me because like those yeah. games usually get boring to me very fast. Yeah. Um, so I'm hoping Metroid, yeah. Metroid is different. Uh, last one from YouTube community is Alexander Snow said the Legend of Zelda Master Sword Collection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, all right. Cool. Questions Please? now. <laughs> that, he also said that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a question from Twitter. Chris the Butte said, Parker has me upset with his terrible takes on M&Ms. I'm willing to forgive him to ask this question. I don't remember. What, what was the terrible take? Oh, I, so I, I tweeted the other day um, that like M&Ms on their own, they're like they're all right. They're 
pretty good plain m&ms like oh I'll eat wait them. yeah no i saw this yeah, but yeah. like in trail mix they're like but in trail mix it's like uh, the savior like you're uh-huh. that's uh, the thing you know? i agree and i disagree um <laughs> but i mean regular m&ms regular m&ms yeah 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 yeah, yeah. but like <laughs> if i'm getting m&ms i'm getting peanut m&ms and i'd much rather have peanut m&ms than trail mix ever here's uh, hot take i'm not a big fan of peanut m&ms you're stupid you're an idiot. i know I don't know what this, my I mom, know. I mean, my mom <laughs> loves them. And like, I know plenty of people that love peanut M&Ms and I love, um, like, uh, I've, I've come around on, you're going to say something stupid. Okay. What is crunchy it? M&Ms? I, are uh, great. Those are, those are crunchy great. M&Ms are great. Caramel M&Ms are great. No, peanut butter nice. M&Ms are great. Mint M&Ms are great. I I've come around on pretzel M&Ms, but I think the problem with peanut M&M's is how I eat them for sure. Is like, instead of eating them, you're going to fault peanut M&M's because you're stupid. Yeah. Uh, 100%. <laughs> so like when you eat a peanut M&M, do you just like put it in your mouth, eat the whole thing? And then it's yes. like, there. okay, that's probably a smart way to do it. I, most things that I eat, like so candies you do, I'm, I'm going to guess what you do. Yeah. You basically, you eat a, you eat a regular M&M and then you eat a peanut. Like that's the experience. I Is eat that half a regular M&M, then uh-huh. I eat a peanut, yep. then I eat the other half of an uh-huh. M&M. Uh-huh. Yep. It's like, I'll like crunch it in the middle and then kind of eat the top part off, eat the M&M. Mm-hmm. I mean, so yeah, I, you know, I, at that point don't Just observe. <laughs> So there's, there's that, but That's yeah, in trail, mix, <laughs> in trail mix, trail mix, and just plain M&Ms where I will, I still think that plain M&Ms by themselves are pretty good. Like I'm, you know, they're, but they're, they're not, they're not the, the top. Yeah, no, Sorry, Chris, Chris you, Sorry. You ter- that was a terrible, but in, in trail mix, M&Ms are like, just are very good. You know, like suddenly they become A tier, whereas they used to be B tier. Yeah. Kind of but thing. like, does that really make them A tier? Does that make trail mix C tier? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like... agree. Yeah. It's, and it's, yeah, it's not about protecting trail mix from its position. It's more like once you're there, suddenly yeah it's like if this is the only option i had yeah i mean it's like meals when you're camping are so much better than that same meal like i remember i had uh pasta sides like it was a just like an alfredo pasta kind of thing that we made after hiking for several miles and then camping overnight and stuff and we were like this is the best meal we've <laughs> ever had and but like i wouldn't go camping Yo, just to have like the freaking uh and hatchet when he got the orange juice or whatever the orange drink yeah. <laughs> like the kool-aid or whatever the heck well, it's yep. like that you were in hatchet there <laughs> so yeah so there's that, that that book in fourth grade or something um the question goes on to say, why is moving so flipping annoying? Packing, unpacking is so stressful. Face with rolling eyes. It's true. You're not wrong. Here's the thing. I, I I moved around so much as a kid that I'm actually pretty mixed on packing. I mean, on moving mm-hmm. because there's an element of like, it is very annoying. Mm-hmm. But I also love starting at a new place and figuring yeah, out like, where's the optimal, the, like that part of it. Thing. Yeah, that's not the same thing. But like it's, that, like that's the aftermath of moving. Like mm-hmm. it, it, it sounds I like think, she's talking about like moving and like the the getting even, the stuff in and out of the U-Haul. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's honestly yeah the the packing and unpacking sucks. of the like boxes. I'm even okay-ish. I don't love it, but I'm okay-ish on that. I do not like organizing the moving day. Like uh-huh. that's the worst. Getting friends together to move stuff. And like nothing about See, that. See, but that's fun. why it sucks because yes. the friends that you're getting together know moving sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, nah, man, I'm not trying to do that. Yep. It's true. So 
Agreed. You know, there you go. Um, ben Chicken said, uh, the only thing that happens for Zelda's anniversary was the Game & Watch, right? Mario, for example, had gotten 3D All-Stars for his anniversary. The game came for the anniversary and left because of it, too. So do you think Nintendo will release Twilight Princess, Wind Waker, Ocarina of Time, and Majora's Mask, but keep them on the Switch because they were technically not part of the anniversary? Um, I guess, like, piecemeal is... Yeah, I think they might do something like that, or they like you know how there was like that that thing going around that Nintendo is aiming to have a Zelda game out per year. Yeah, like maybe they do that and they just use it for that. Yeah, rather than releasing them all at once and being like anniversary, they're like right, yeah, new Zelda, new Zelda, new Zelda. So I wouldn't be entirely surprised if. I think Twilight Princess and Wind Waker HD are coming. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they'll they'll come as a double pack or separately, but I think they'll come. I bet it comes as as like a Bayonetta one and two double pack where you can buy each of them separately or you know or like together. Yeah. yeah, like they're forty dollars each or they're sixty dollars as one or something mm-hmm. like that or mm-hmm. or a dumb pricing scheme because they do that sometimes too. Um, next year, sometime next year, maybe towards the beginning of next year, like in February or something like that. Um, I wouldn't be too surprised. Like we'll have to wait to see how September goes, but we talked about September earlier, Nintendo switch online and stuff. If Nintendo 64, if this is finally the year where it happens and like, that's how they kind of make good for, you know, super Mario 64 going away and all that stuff, like that, this is finally them starting to do that. Maybe not, but I'm not, but um, yeah, once September is come and gone and that hasn't happened, then like, you know, who's to say, but that's, that would be my guess at this point, only because they specifically didn't say that we're, they specifically said, we're not doing anything for Zelda's anniversary. Yeah, 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 yeah. Otherwise I'd probably still be guessing more towards the anniversary themes. Same. Um, Digital gaming hub, hub sorry, but said, Amy said, I can't remember my original question, but what indie games are you looking forward to this year? Uh, I'll probably play sports story. Cause I never played golf story. Mm, that's good. So I'm down. Yeah. Uh, it also kind of indie games are hard because like sometimes there'll be like definitely 2020 for sure. This is coming out 2020 and then 2022 rolls around. And they're like, what, what? We never said that. What are you talking about? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so um, there's some of those for sure. But also indie games are hard for me to like anticipate because just generally they don't demo well. So like mm-hmm. I see them in a direct and I'm like, I don't care about this at all. <laughs> and then it comes out and then it's Celeste and it's sick. Yeah. Um, so uh, Sports Story is the only one that is in the front of my brain as an indie game that I will likely play. Yeah. Um, so that is my answer. For me, I looked up some stuff earlier. I At some point I made like a wish list kind of thing a long time ago, but um ones at the top of my mind if they come out this year at all are sports story like you said skatebird which is coming out this year looking forward to skatebird um there was another one that eastward yeah Mm -hmm. that one looks like it'll be pretty cool and then um yeah there's probably just some other ones i'm just gonna take a gander over here um yeah i don't know axiom verge 2 if that comes out this year like that could be cool and yeah just some other ones ollie ollie world no that game already came out um ollie ollie switch stance is out but ollie ollie world has not yet but man i'm just in a skateboarding mood you know (laughs) they're just good especially i think like it was after playing ollie ollie switch stance again 
uh, or just playing it when I played it a couple months ago, I was like, man, skateboarding's fun. <laughs> we should do more of this. But even then, I'd been looking forward to it since uh, Skatebird was announced. So there's, there's a lot of good stuff. There's a video about that. <laughs> uh, True Fernie YouTube said, do you think Nintendo is holding off Twilight Princess Wind Waker HD ports to pad out the next year with a Zelda game before Breath of the Wild 2 releases? Possibly. Um, again, I think that they, they want to like capitalize on Zelda being a hot ticket right now. Mm-hmm. So like as many Zelda things as they could possibly have out as far like separated as possible. Cause they don't want to like, they don't want to oversaturate Zelda, but they, they want to saturate. Zelda. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, and especially with it being like pretty different. Well, I mean, you know, like age of calamity, that's pretty different from mm-hmm. other stuff. And like, Link's Awakening, Cadence of Hyrule, like they're doing a decent job of getting like not a lot of those are like spin-off spin-offs in the way that Mario has Mario Golf, which is just a fully different game, mm-hmm. but they're still spin-offs to at least diversify the offering, but mm-hmm. keep it on the forefront of people's minds. Yep. Steven Radford, here we go. Mm-hmm. Said, How do I get good at Smash without playing for 2000 hours? This thing, I like, I, I don't like the, the playtime question. I hate, it. I hate it. That's why I never talk with like, I, I, I don't have my playtime listed for any game ever. Yeah. Um, because like, I was already better than most people I play in Smash Brothers <laughs> the first week I started playing Ultimate, like legitimately. Mm-hmm. And that's not me trying to brag. Like literally I look back because you can see the dates that you did things. Yeah. It took me less than a week to get into Elite Smash. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta figure that was less than two thousand hours, <laughs> you know. Um, it, it, like I don't play Smash, or, or like the reason why I'm good is not because I play Smash a lot. Mm-hmm. I play Smash a lot because I'm good at Smash and it's fun. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, so I think that the way you get good at Smash is understanding, like, understanding the game better, like looking to see what works. Yeah. Watch the game. Watch how people that are good at it play it. It's, it's yeah. all about awareness. It's, I hit this person, they did this, their character did this, what do I do next? Yeah. I got hit, this happened to me. The reason why I got hit was X, Y, and Z. I'm going to avoid that and then follow up with this, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. Um, and I think like the understanding part, you know, obviously coming before that is being like ready to learn. Just, yeah. And, being, and it's, yeah. And, and like a lot of people will tell you, like a lot of like better players will say, like the way you get better at the game is playing the game. But that's minute stuff. That's mm-hmm. oh well, if Wolf forward tilts me at seventy and I'm Pikachu, I might die. You know, mm-hmm. but like that stuff doesn't actually matter because mm-hmm. you just need to know the broad thing of like stay far enough away from Wolf so he can't hit you. <laughs> like that's the <laughs> that's just the general thing that you need to know. The yeah. more you know and the more you play the game, the more risks you'll be able to like take effectively, but mm-hmm. you don't need that to be good at the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think anybody that is good at fighting games or games with combat can be good at Smash with little to no effort because mm-hmm. the game is pretty simple in its inputs. Um, so as long as you play to hit and not get hit, yeah. It'll be good. It would be interesting to make uh, um, a chart of some sort that's like maybe a pyramid chart of like the easy information that you can learn that's like foundational stuff that'll make the biggest difference. Mm-hmm. And then like learning that is, you know, like essentially the notches of like 
of like of improvement like yeah like what, what you should prioritize getting good at at each individual yeah exactly because like it can feel overwhelming to hear you know talking about like I don't remember what thing you said earlier, return reversals or whatever. Like I just made oh, like reverse error rush and stuff like that. Yeah. Yes, sure. You know, that kind of thing. Like that's the, cool. But, but again, you know, like, but like that's, that's the, the top of the pyramid. Exactly. Like you that's know? the nitty gritty. That's not like, that is, and I, I, I can understand it from like the perspective of like Steve, who is my friend that wants to be able to play the game with me. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You gotta, you gotta skip some steps. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta get good fast. If you want to be able to like play the game at, my level as soon mm-hmm. as possible right um but most people that are trying to get good at smash are good enough where they can play it and they're not always losing mm-hmm. don't need to get that good mm-hmm. um, and maybe it's also play, like finding good people to play with yeah. instead you know what i mean like yeah and that will be yeah. another thing that like will boost you as long as you're able to look at the game and this is not a smash specific skill this is a human skill this is mm-hmm. a gamer skill <laughs> of like being able to watch other people play the game and try to emulate what they do like mm-hmm. looking at how i play the game should be able to teach you like okay well i need to do more of this and less of that mm-hmm. um and that, that's just the whole of it. Like, I, I would say like the, the, the bare minimum, it probably took me, uh, I want to say 50 hours, 50 hours before I got like both of the characters that I played in Smash mm-hmm. and Elite. And I think 50 hours is a normal amount of time to get good at a game mm-hmm. yeah. um, or good enough. I mean, like thinking back in the 10, 15 hours I've played Tony Hawk, like there's mm-hmm. a lot yes. of things where like, just right at the beginning, I'm like, I want to be able to do this combo thing to this, but like, I'm not sure exactly what that is or like figuring out even just like how to make combos that have a lot of points and things like that. Like there's a lot of things where like my brain wants to do something and then I don't have the dexterity to do it until I do or vice versa. There's some things where like, I totally could have done this. Like, I didn't realize that there, that you could, um, I would try to turn, uh, like half pipe com- or tricks into combos. So I do like a big trip going off the half pipe and then come back down and then try to manual. And you'd be like, sorry, that's a separate thing. Like, and I was yeah. mad about that. And then figuring out that all I just have to do is do a revert. And then suddenly this thing that's worth 9,000 points instead of other things that are worth like a hundred points, then now I can just do a revert and then make a combo out of it. So it's like, it's just a knowledge thing of like, yeah, now exactly. that I know that it's, it's it improves not, everything else. It's not about learning how to do complicated things. It's about learning how to make complicated things simple. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like you can beat somebody if you know more tech than them and you're a mm-hmm. Diddy Kong man and you're able to do pop gun cancels and <laughs> all this wild crap. That's like a whole bunch of inputs and you're breaking your controllers. Um, <laughs> like that sort of situation. You can do that. Yeah. Or you can pick Rob and down tilt the entire game. Like yeah. it's it's just a knowledge thing. Yeah. Um, so I'd say if you're like in earnest, if you're trying to get good at the game, yeah, give or take 20, 30 hours, that'll mm-hmm. that'll set you on the right path. And then yeah. that will be enough time for you to understand the game enough to want to play more and mm-hmm. get into the nitty-gritty and the minutiae and all that other stuff. But yeah. the minutiae is not a requirement. Yeah. To be good at the game. I will also say like playing against um, 
against the CPUs, not in World of Light because they are built to be gimmicky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but playing against regular CPUs and like upping their difficulty is a good way to get started too, of like being able to feel comfortable against a specific, like you can choose the difficulty level of the thing. And like even I think playing somebody worse than you is important every once in a while to be able to know the to the feeling of like oh this is what it's like to kill to actually like beat somebody or whatever and like see what some of those things are like if i can manage to make this finishing move happen on somebody of regardless of the skill level if i can make that thing happen then i'm i'll be good but it's getting that thing to happen that's hard (laughs) it's like there i I think it's important to always have some level of friction like Mm -hmm. i wouldn't necessarily say it's useful to fight somebody that's significantly worse than you are right but bad enough that like they mm-hmm. don't know what you're going for. Mm-hmm. Like if you down tilt me as young Link, mm-hmm. I play enough of the video game to know that you can get this combo route after hitting me with the down uh-huh. tilt. Yeah. But if you're playing against somebody that's like so- similar, you know, like they're, they're somewhere on your level, they can still be better than you, but mm-hmm. not know that. Yeah. And you can still get that combo route. Like I think me and Grimhain fighting each other mm-hmm. is a is a good matchup of like, right. both of us are like not great at the game, but we're mm-hmm. like, you know, we're all right. We kind of know what we're doing mm-hmm. to where both of us were able to learn. Like I could tell that there were setups that I was doing at the beginning that he was like, I'm not going to let you do that yeah, anymore. Exactly. And vice versa. Where like, then it was like a puzzle of like, I want to do this thing. When I do this thing, then now he starts to block me with this thing. So I'm going to try to get around that by doing this other thing. And like exactly. eventually find more loopholes like <laughs> that you're trying to, you know, figure your way out of, and then you learn stuff. TLDR, Smash is not a hard game. Uh, it's more about learning how fighting games work. What you understand yeah. fighting games, Smash is very similar. Very yeah. Similar. And it's fun. So very that's fun. good. <laughs> it's, 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 I, I think, and it maybe depends on the type of person you are, but yeah. it's the better I get at it, the more fun it is, which mm-hmm. is why I play it so much, because the better I get at it, the better I want to get at it yeah um so i keep playing it and i Mm -hmm. I would say most of those hours have not made me better at the game Mm -hmm. but the three hours i played with tweak or whatever right like those Mm -hmm. three hours were probably they probably made me way better at the game than my first three two i mean first 1500 hours yeah so uh, it just depends on how you play it play yep play efficiently falcon has like 300 hours and falcon is still like we go back and forth all the time yeah so like it's not a he's just a, a i mean he's an f-zero kind of guy which means he you know yeah, he just you know he cares about the minutia yeah. like there's there's a thing to be said there where like if i'm when i play tekken i just button mash mm-hmm. and like i was not good but i just button mash and sometimes i'd win with that but like that's not because i was good at it at all but then like yeah being somebody that can just eh, Take have an approach of learning things yeah, that's exactly. a, you know that's a big deal in like be good at learning that is yeah. the the key <laughs> to life um and questions from discord our final location of questions mm-hmm. is the following dirt marcos said what do you like to watch or listen to and do other than gaming in general um i watch like event stuff now like the mm-hmm. like the Marvel things and like all that stuff. Yeah, Disney right. Plus shows and freaking Paramount Plus and HBO Max. Like I'll do that every once in a while. I watch YouTube videos, I listen to podcasts like mm-hmm. Rooster Teeth podcast. And now the, the F face can't say it. I can't even <laughs> say the real name. The real yep. name is not even the curse word. It's the bleep. Nope. But I don't have a Go XLR, so I can't do it. Um, <laughs> I like that podcast. 
I watch my friends stream. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, other than that, it just depends on the day. Like if somebody's like, "Oh, you want to do this?" I'm like, "Oh, no." <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. I mean, me. Well, also, and it says also, congrats on the baby and keep up the good work. You're one of my favorite podcasts. Yo, Thanks. Babe. That's one of the things that I do right now is be a dad, <laughs> and so uh, that takes up a decent chunk of time. But yeah, besides the game, I mean, I've talked about some of this stuff before, but like music. I haven't had nearly as much time to do anything with it recently, but that's a big part of my life or has been, or it's, it's in there, even if it's not part of my practical life, some, in some seasons it's, it's in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, otherwise, yeah. Hang out with friends, same kind of thing. Go to church. That's always neat and stuff. Um, uh, yeah. Watching shows like I'm also like, yeah, Marvel kinds of things. But I'm also a big fan of like the Brooklyn Nine-Nines and Parks and Recs of the world and all those kinds of silly comedy shows. And um, like Rick and Morty started coming back on. And this season's doing pretty well so far. Last, it it kind of suffers from like, it got too big for its britches sort of thing, especially last season where it was like, okay, I don't know. Like now it's kind of too popular. And yeah, I think I kind of, like I used to watch Rick and Morty, but I fell off. Cause like, I was annoyed by the whole thing of like, the discourse between yes. you gotta be smart to watch Rick and Morty and then the people mocking that yes. also made me like yes. it less. So it was like, it was just like, I just so don't exhausting. want to engage. <laughs> like, yeah. Cause yeah. like, it doesn't make you smarter mm-hmm. to be like, like to make fun of that. You're also dumb. Yeah. <laughs> like, and the, the tricky thing too, is like, there is an element of like, um dan Harmon, for as great as he is like he's kind of pretentious mm-hmm. yeah, um fair. but justin roiland is great like i i think justin roiland is just funny like i also i watched solar opposites and it same kind of thing but doesn't have dan Harmon, so it's just silliness mm-hmm. you know like um and it's i i enjoy that a lot but um whereas rick and Morty sometimes can kind of like get sucked up in in its own you know stuff and be too important for itself or whatever but yeah um i don't know some of that kind of stuff um yeah that's that's a lot of it these days and i work and i don't and i and i lo- love to do that <laughs> like comment, um, subscribe <laughs> uh, no but that's uh oh and listen to um yeah like some nintendo podcasts and stuff but like lots of different music lots of d- different kinds of metal as well that's very fun I'm listening to that's the thing I do too, but it's more ancillary than it was in the past. Yeah, like there's before some... I was like I wouldn't really like listen to music in the background, but now it's like all I do. Nice listen to music when I'm playing Smash. Hey, there's some stuff in um, Tony Hawk. Like it's it's run the gamut as far is as there the any new soundtrack stuff in that. Hundred percent. Yeah, like probably two thirds of it is new stuff, if uh-huh. not more. Um, and of the new stuff, it's like because I'm not a huge hip hop fan. Like pretty hit or miss as far as especially i think it's more content driven than anything else mm-hmm. where it like i mean it it doesn't matter if it's hip-hop or any other kind of music i just truly don't care like if mm-hmm. we're talking about if it's just talking about sex or whatever i'm like all right that's mm-hmm. that's fun and all but whatever yeah. um whereas there's like yeah i mean maybe they're talking about that too in this hip-hop i don't pay attention to lyrics all that much <laughs> but but the music part of it is at least more interesting and i'm like i'm i'm into it so it's fun yeah. Um, Duncan said, what did y'all do to celebrate Canada Day? Obviously, limit yourself to a thousand words since we don't want this to take all day, but we know it's the most celebrated holiday of all time. I tried to ride a moose and breath for a while. 
uh, the game told me no. Um, I had mm-hmm. had my griddle. They have syrup in it. It's kind of it's not maple syrup or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't think, but some kind of syrup that has some counts. You guys like syrup. Um, I I said a at least once. Yeah, at least one time. I'm I'm I gonna about boats, um, which is almost almost a Canadian thing because of a, a boat. That's true. It's pretty much the pretty much the same. I I will limit myself to a thousand words, but since a picture is worth a thousand words, um, <laughs> I'm freeze framing, so it's it's, not, it's, it's, it's not, closer to a picture. It's not for the listeners, not for the it's podcast. not. I've made a little a little shruggy kind of, <laughs> kind of face. So there it is, uh, Duncan. I hope you really kind of got that. You know the the heart behind it. Um, uh, Bigfoot Boudreaux said, what other Nintendo franchises would you want as ultra realistic? Also, when's the best time to eat a snack? Um, ultra realistic, uh, F-Zero, uh, Metroid, um, (laughs) maybe Star Fox. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Maybe Star Fox. Um, but but it couldn't be ultra realistic because it's freaking still talking animals. (laughs) animals. Um, but um, uh, Fire Emblem. <laughs> like, yeah, I thought about that one too. Like having actual like armies or whatever. Like maybe as a spinoff of Fire Emblem, which seems or maybe have Ace Wars or anything instead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> custom Robo that could be interesting. It's ultra realistic, like where I don't know parts malfunction in certain ways Xenoblade or whatever. Was X two. Yeah. <laughs> um. Mm, 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 mm. kid icarus definitely like it's really important for angels and um you, you know demigorgons and stuff to be ultra i'm just kidding you just wanted to be bayonetta <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah i don't know or god that's, of War, uh, I guess. that's a good question yeah i'm that's kind of it for me too i think you said some I of think the that those ones. are like those are the ones yeah. i think the 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 easy ones is the the metroid f-zero yeah maybe star fox yeah and it kind of stops there but like, <laughs> there's other ones yeah. that like can be added there but then there's like there's asterisk kind of like star fox where it's like yeah like ultra realistic mm-hmm. in a lot of his mechanics and stuff like that and like the fur could look great and all yeah crap. i mean but I it guess... still needs to be anthrop- anthropomorphic right i mean like pikmin kind of does it in a way because it's like the fruit's yeah, very realistic exactly. and that kind of thing. Yo, so like, yo, you know, there's an element there. The fruits on the on Pikmin three, especially in the Wii U days, man. I, yo, when they showed those fruit, I was like, this is like this should be like the clear like because there's a lot, there was a lot of debate being like, is mm-hmm. Wii U more powerful than the PlayStation three? And I'm like, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> like, and the fruit was like, there the it is. The there's the confirmation. <laughs> the proof is in the the fruit pudding is is how it would say it there um also when's the best time to eat a snack he asks uh when you're moderately hungry or bored or moderately hungry and bored which is <laughs> most of the time for me i feel like so <laughs> uh, i'm bored i, I think that's the beauty of a snack is there's no one best time to eat a snack i don't need say best times or eat a snack i just like i, I would drink soda or like a or juice Mm-hmm. More so than soda. Uh, mm-hmm. I I drink juice and beverages mm-hmm. more than I eat snacks. Mm-hmm. I'm not good at eating, but I'll drink all day, dude. Not alcohol, <laughs> but juices. yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I I would like if we had like peach tea, especially mm-hmm. if yep. we keep that around. There was a time in in high school where we'd um, <laughs> my mom would buy a six pack of two liters of peach tea to keep at the house every week, mm-hmm. and I would be responsible for five of those, <laughs> <laughs> which is a lot of peach tea. So oh, that is it was just the way that it was. I just liked it a lot, you know. She's great. <laughs> Um, Tristan Snyder said, why does AJ play with a pro controller for Smash and not a GameCube controller? More inputs. I mean, more buttons. I can, so I map my, um, I map my ZL button special. I map my L button to jump. Mm -hmm. I map my R button to, what's my R button? Grab? My R button might be grab. Mm-hmm. And then my ZR is shield like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, no, my R button is grab. My L button is, uh, I mean, my, my R button is jump. My okay. L button is grab. My ZL button is special. My ZR button is shield. Um, you don't have a ZL yeah. on, uh, I mean, no, you don't have a, a L ZR. on, mm-hmm. um, because you only have the Z. You don't have right. ZL and ZR yeah. on yeah. GameCube. Um, so that gives you less buttons. Um, and that alone, on top of the fact that I also don't like the triggers on the GameCube controller. Yeah. Because yeah. like I want to press the trigger and know that I'm pressing the trigger. I don't want to have to deal with like Distance. presses and, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. I just want to be able to press the button. Yeah, especially when it's analog. I mean, when it's digital anyway. Like Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's why. It's, it's input-driven and also, like, the form factor and, like, their decision to do analog versus mm-hmm. digital. Button. Also, nobody likes the GameCube controller. Like, I've never met a person that says they like the GameCube controller. I think too many people like the GameCube controller. <laughs> I think the GameCube controller, ironically, is only useful for Smash. <laughs> like, like it is, it is pretty bad for every other type of game except for smash <laughs> i mean yeah I, I like the gamecube controller well enough but there's definitely like i i wouldn't choose it over uh pro controller because like yeah the little c stick the buttons being in kind of weird places the like it's it's fine and all but like it's easier to just have everything be a it's little just bit a very different. specialized controller and i think yep. the only game that matches yep that specialization mm-hmm. is smash yep every other game it's like i guess i can use this for this (laughs) i'd probably prefer to play it with something else but i guess i can use it for this yeah uh grimhane hello grimhane said why have we not gotten mario soccer and why hasn't nintendo developed mario ice hockey do you Um, mean just not on the switch because mario um strikers you know yeah i think he's talking about on on the switch yeah yeah i don't know well actually i do know i think that they're going in order of like well i don't yeah. know if they're going to do strikers next but right. i think that they, they prioritize the sports games that sell the best yeah. and mario strikers is not yeah they're going uh, ahead and just like getting like here's the tennis the mario tennis game the mario golf game and then at some point they'll do probably the other ones yep hopefully mm-hmm. um or- ice hockey i don't know why they haven't done that uh, it's probably not on the list of priorities because it's not even on what EA's <laughs> list. Yeah, of right. Maybe they do uh, um, another like super sports mix kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I don't remember how well that that one turned out last time. Was that good? I don't know. I, I yeah. never played it. I should have though. Yeah, I should have played it. Uh-huh. But it was on 3DS. The last one was on 3DS, and I was done. I was, I was, yeah. over. I was, I was out of there. <laughs> and I think it was too easy for them to do, like. That's the problem with that kind of thing is they can do kind of like 
like Super Mario Party ended up being, where it's like, oh, we're doing a lot of different things, but we're doing pretty, we're doing most of poorly bad. fleshed out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, eh, what's the point? So, yeah, that would be better if you know. I mean, like Wii Sports mm. did a good job of like making it, or Wii Sports, um, what's the resort? Wii resort Sports. even more so. Like that one was yeah. very well done. Wii Sports, Wii Sports. Resort. Um, Pokemon Tuesday Direct win. Uh, or Saturday. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's got to be. I mean, it's got to be on Saturday. They can't have a Tuesday direct on a Tuesday. It's I mean, too it's two on the nose, dude. Two on the nose. I mean, they're going to probably do one soon. We had to talk about Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Um, but I don't know if it will be a direct. Yeah. They're probably. They're kind of. Like, it it is interesting. Yeah. I would more imagine just like them dropping a trailer or whatever, just because. Yeah. This, at this point, we're past precedent for this, for what they've done. Because normally, yeah, like they, do they the haven't right done before E3. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. So, right. like, right, they could kind of do anything, but um, unless they have multiple things to talk about, yeah, I can't see them doing. Uh, if, like, I think, I think the next time we'll get a Pokemon Direct that's branded like that, or even as a Pokemon Presents, will be for Arceus. Because mm-hmm. there's definitely more to talk about with yeah. that game. I don't yeah. know how much more they have to talk about with mm-hmm. Pokemon, Brilliant Diamond, and Shining Pro. There might be like, you know, like this is how the post game is kind of different, mm-hmm. and this is how Wi-Fi will work. And yeah, um, but that's a trailer. That's yeah, not... yeah, exactly. Um, last question from Grimhand: When will Parker take over the Smash competitive scene? When, when Isaac, Isaac comes out. out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 uh, we did it. <laughs> All right, two more questions. Um, Alec is baking. Said AJ, since Will is never is likely never going to make the video, what are your ideas? I disagree. I one hundred percent think I can get Will to make that video. You very well should, and you should um, feature in it because you think it would be cool. That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Um, What are your ideas for static shock video? To like to be like, yo, Will, let's do it. Yep. Um, for something to happen. Yeah, right. It can't. It's got to be in the. Yeah, like in the even like a comic. I don't think is enough. Yeah, to make me want to do it, like it, it would be enough for Will, but Will's not actively doing YouTube right now. Uh-huh. I think for me to get Will to do, like, to make, you know, how he made a random video yeah. about the freaking um, um, Snyder cut, Snyder cut, yeah. Um, like for me to be able to get Will to do that and want to do that anyway, mm-hmm. it it would have to be something that like is relevant to me beyond it just being Static Shock. Like, yeah. I'm probably not going to read a comic. I might buy the comic. Uh, mm-hmm. but i'm probably not gonna read it uh but like if a new movie gets announced or mm-hmm. something like that and we see it you know like a new trailer yeah. then i'm like yo will yeah. let's make the video but <laughs> other than that it's just going to be whenever he gets back to like doing youtube on a somewhat regular basis because he, mm-hmm. he from last i heard he still plans to come back to youtube in some way hmm. um, just not right now nice um and he finishes by saying also there is a new static shot comic and everyone needs to go buy it sick i'll probably nice. buy it i don't know if i'm reading though because i am bad at reading not like in the way that bob's bad at reading uh-huh. <laughs> in the same way that i'm bad at watching watching shows <laughs> yeah. yep uh lastly Mega Man says four months till the diamond and pearl remakes and we still don't know much about how or much around how much of a faithful remakes they're going to be what what do you hope they apply from newer generations and what do you hope the story will be like if they change it at all also, um, side note you guys are awesome Thanks, Thanks. man. Um, I hope that it is all new mechanics as far as like it's all the same like battle rationale. They change the typing to be like 
current gen, like they always do with these remakes. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that that's all the same as current gen. I hope it is an eighth generation video game mm-hmm. mechanically. Um, I hope they change the story to be better pacing. And if, mm-hmm. if they want to do those random detours, make it feel less like a punishment, less yeah. like we're put, we're hitting pause on the story because we want, we want to make you do this random side quest for no reason. Mm-hmm. Like make that, make me want to do that. <laughs> um, I doubt that that's going to happen. I think that it's probably going to be a one-to-one translation. Mm-hmm. I think they should um, have the set pieces from generation three, because I feel like <laughs> those are the ones that I remember. <laughs> I think they should just make every game that I haven't played yet. That's a current game. A Gen Three game, yeah, of course. Yeah, I remember Gen Three the most. <laughs> so obviously, that was the best one. I'm um, Gen Four. Okay, no, it's I'm about to get this <laughs> Gen wrong. Gen Four again. is the one with Meryl, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, or Pika Blue. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, is are the Reggies in three or four? Uh they're in four. Okay, no, th- okay. Now you confused me. Wait, <laughs> oh, I had to think. They're in four. I think they're in four because they're, in four. they're yeah, they are in four. Nice. So okay, I I am remembering more and more things no, about Gen yeah, Four. To, no, they're in three. They're in three. They're in three. I think they're. In oh three. no, Gen Gen Four. I just looked it up. They are in four. Okay, yeah. I'm confused. I got confused <laughs> because they did the Pokemon Generations thing. I mean, not Pokemon Generations. They did the Battle Frontier, and the Reggies were a part of that, and May was still there. Uh, so that's why uh, I confused me. Yeah, because yeah because i guess four is when they started doing more like uh kaiju type pokemon and those kinds of things yep and so um i thought i thought it was like i thought how they did it because when i think of the reggies that i think about the reggies in the context of the anime more than the games uh-huh. for whatever reason yeah um and but did they have seemed- it kind of more like Meryl was in Gen One of the show. Yeah, exactly. I think that's exactly how it Gen was. One of the show. Yeah. And what I thought it was, or in hindsight, just thinking about the the Reggies, like yeah. unprompted, um, it seemed like the Reggies, like Regice and uh, like Reggie Steel and like those first mm-hmm. three Reggies, um, Reggie Rock, uh, it seemed like those were Gen Three, and then Gen Four was where the final piece of the puzzle, Reggie Gigas, came in. But yeah. they're just all Gen Four. Yep. And they just were like, "Here's a preview. We're not showing you Reggie Gigas stuff." Yep. <laughs> Man, that is. It is funny how they they did that because, like, I'm trying to think back to how it felt to be in Gen One and seeing a Pokemon on the show that wasn't like Togepi, like Togepi like or Meryl. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like that's that's weird, mm-hmm. um, but it was. It felt so that's that's one thing I will still say to my dying day that like there is an element of Pokemon in the early days that felt much more organic and lived in and like part of it is just the marketing I mean, stuff and in that we're some older. ways it didn't though because like the like as far as it being lived in mm-hmm. um because like how not the games themselves you yeah, don't know like I'm the, talking yeah. about the anime um because like with the anime in those times where there was a Togepi or a Meryl mm-hmm. or something like that, they'd be like, this is a new Pokemon. This Pokemon mm-hmm. just, just appeared. It just freaking, uh-huh. you know, like it just came from, it, it did that whole evolutionary process of coming from a tadpole, like uh-huh. actual real world <laughs> evolution in the span yeah. of this one season. And we've never seen it before. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas now they kind of like account for the fact right. that like, 
you just never like we knew about this region all along <laughs> you just didn't know because you're a stupid 10 year old <laughs> like and i guess but, to be honest i guess i less mean the the show because i don't i just don't watch the show now so mm. it's that's not my point of should, frame of reference now i know i should um but the more so the games and the lead up to it that it's like it it it, it just feels very obviously the fact that i'm on twitter and it's like there's marketing yeah. tweets that are coming out that it's like oh, we a discovery about True. this yeah. new farfetch like something about that feels very like if like just having a game come out and be like i don't know here's all these pokemon that are in this game felt mm-hmm. just in general more like wow that kinda, i mean that, that also kind of happened for gen 8 for me i didn't know oh, about any pokemon in gen 8 <laughs> yeah like i very intentionally did not pay attention to that stuff mm-hmm. and then i started playing the game and the only pokemon i knew were the starters yeah um their evolution yeah i definitely tried to know as little as possible but there was there is an element just in general yeah something i'll I'll have to think about it more to put my finger on more but it it felt in the same way that i think i've said this analogy before but rise of the skywalker felt very like writer roomed Mm -hmm. pokemon just feels more something about it feels more writer roomed nowadays yeah i'd agree with that which is like but even then i think that that's less like rise of the skywalker felt writer roomed because it was yeah (laughs) um but pokemon kind of feels like that because they're just following the formula that they always intended to follow you know Mm -hmm. like they still do the same thing where it's like there's the togepi pokemon you Mm -hmm. know Mm -hmm. like they do that version of that and they do it differently like blaziken appeared in the pokemon league randomly in gen 2 mm-hmm. and people were like what the heck is that and then mm-hmm. we started getting the the hoenn uh like teasers and stuff where it's like it's a new generation it's on the yeah. game Boy advance and i was like oh shoot that's the thing that beat yeah. ashes charizard it's crazy. <laughs> um yeah yeah like i i definitely feel that but i i think that that's it's more a victim of time than it is like yeah. them like you know i i agree yeah it's I miss it, but I don't think there's a way for it to go back. You yeah, know, it's like, a social, it's a social media thing. It is a hundred percent. Because yeah, like I just didn't. They pay were still announcing all. that. Yeah, they were still announcing that stuff on the internet in freaking in 1998. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> yeah, not everybody had access to the uh-huh. internet, and I was eight. So like, <laughs> yeah. What you gonna do? I was, um, I was on I, Google Images, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I went to <laughs> Yeah, what a time. The internet. On the bubble back iMac. <laughs> yep, 100% playing space pinball and all that good stuff. And lemonade stand or whatever. Wait, was there a lemonade stand game or just yeah, it was having like a, a lemonade com or something like that? Oh. It's like you freaking you run the lemonade stand, dude. You're like, all right, um, ice costs this much and I got to buy ice and I got to buy lemon and I got to buy water. How much do I'm, I'm going to charge for my lemonade? And then uh-huh. it's like, it's a hot day. So people really I never play this game now. So I got to yeah. raise the price five cents because lemonade's a hot commodity now. That's, that's why right. I'm a, that's why I'm a, uh, entrepreneur. <laughs> an entrepreneur. <laughs> that's why I'm not. I never played lemonade. Because <laughs> you never played the lemonade game. Please. Missing out. Um, and you guys will be missing out on the conversations we have between now and this time next week because we won't be recording them. But you can find more of them on our YouTube channel and on our Twitters and in Discord. And if you come to our houses and listen to us through our doors, but don't do that one. <laughs> you also don't know where we live. So um, that's yeah, probably some podcast. people. That, I mean, there's definitely some people that know where we live, but like they're allowed. 
<laughs> it's true you know like they they know because they also listen to the show yes. <laughs> right <laughs> like if kenny who i mentioned earlier in the podcast exactly. is listening to this he podcast exactly you just come and listen through my door come on over kenny yeah, that on. sounds great <laughs> uh all right everybody that's it for this week uh do all the youtube things yeah and like podcast things, all that etc et and we're like gonna so thing in the comments bye-bye bye, -bye. bye.